Hi, uh, my name is Raph. I am playing Grinner, a barbarian human, uh, running from his past as an ex-soldier, now turned mercenary. Hey everyone, I'm, I'm Jared. I, um, I'm playing the character of Luther. Uh, he's a dampier. Uh, he is a fighter that specializes in firearms, a bit of an investigator, and I am the great, great, great uncle of uh, Grinner. Hi, I'm Jacob. I'm playing Tithla, the goblin ranger. Uh, she is a wonderful hunter and medical genius. Hi, I'm Haz. I'm playing uh, Theodore Ursa, the satyr druid, who's a kind of a, a charismatic druid who's unwillingly taken Tifla un under his under his wing as she's followed him through the, the forest for the past few months. G'day, I'm Tom. I'm playing Jonal, the Asimir wizard. Um, he is on the pursuit of good and evil, uh, finding out the best and worst in this world, and he's doing that with a little bit of naivety and optimism. And I'm Owen, the dungeon master of our Curse of Stride campaign. Hello! Hey! hey hello, hello. Welcome oh. back to the Lost Archives, everybody. Welcome to Curse of Stride. We're very, very excited to be jumping into this episode. Now, I should get out of the way. Unfortunately, Jacob's not going to be joining us tonight, which means the character of Tithla will be under my control. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'll be I'll be managing Tithla for this uh, for this session. Unfortunately, Jacob wasn't feeling too well, so he will be joining us later. Uh, not tonight, I should say. Not not later as in tonight. Uh, later as in next week. So yeah, I'll I'll look after Tithla in the time being. Um, in yeah. terms of what was that? Sorry, Joe. Yeah, look yeah. after Tithla. Look after look after Tithla. Um, in other news. Uh, there will be coming out very, very shortly on the YouTube channel, a playthrough of Pokemon Violet. Uh, sometimes with some fellow streamers, sometimes by myself, depending on who was available at certain points of time. The multiplayer feature is absolutely amazing when you are able to jump on with other people. Uh, the graphics, uh, if you had to give it a score, has, I know you've played a bit of it. If you had to give it a score out of 10, with 10 being, let's say, what, like God of War Ragnarok, and then one being, I don't know, a potato. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, I give it a PS1. PS1, <laughs> yeah. It's like a three. It's look, it's amazing to be able, uh, to be playing an open world Pokemon game. It is, uh, is soul crushing when it looks like someone's literally playing like a flip book of stop motion animation in the background for some of the uh, some of the characters. Dear God, you don't want your shins to clip through the stairs in your in the opening <laughs> scene as you walk walk down for the first time. No, and and I also don't want to fall through the world, which has happened to me <laughs> and has happened to uh, another person who's often on here as well. I think it was was it Ali or Archie. Someone else who plays, who's been on the stream a couple of times and, and joins us, and I think they were saying that they actually fell through the world and had to reload a save. Um, I also had a game crash. I was creating a living oh, decks in my Pokemon boxes. I just finished organizing all of the Pokemon that I'd caught into the living decks format. I closed out of my boxes, the game crashed. And uh, that was about an hour of my life gone. I was uh, <clears throat> I was a bit salty, I'll be honest. I, uh, I said words <laughs> that you hear on the high seas in uh, 18th century England and not anywhere else. And Arr, yar. And then I moved on and didn't play for five, ten minutes until, until I sort of got over it and came back. I had to go have a lie down for a minute. <laughs> I was so angry, which hasn't <laughs> happened in a long time. But it was just that moment of like, it closes, like an unexpected error has occurred. And I'm just like, fuck. Yeah, so that was fun. Um, but no, I, that will be coming out soon. Uh, I haven't, I, unfortunately, I don't have that recorded, the footage of me rage quitting. Um, I can make it again if you're really keen to see it. Let me know in the chat. I'm more than happy to repeat it. I'll just create the living decks again and I'm sure it'll crash it out. 
but yeah, so that'll be that'll be coming soon. Uh, I think the first episode's dropping tomorrow morning, and then I'll be dropping them every second day after that. So there's lots of stuff to see. Um, thank you for those of you who joined us on Saturday for the two-hour stream uh, of Pokemon Scarlet and Violet with Ali, who came and played with us for a little bit. We tried to. Uh, get through some of the main areas. We ended up getting a bit lost. We then ignored the main quest, fell down a cliff into the desert. Um, I got destroyed by a whole bunch of like ridiculously high level Pokemon. And, um, and then we just gave up on the main story. If you got a story has, same thing. No, yeah, just much, much the same happened happened to me and me and Rory when we were playing Tom. Yeah. They just stumbled into an area that all of a sudden they're level 40 and you're dead. Yeah, yeah. I had a, I think it was a Toxapex, which is one of the new, I think it's from the Galar region, the, the previous one that's the... the um, no, the Toxapex is from... Oh, God. oh I'm thinking yeah. of Toxtricity, yeah. sorry. Yeah, that's from... Yeah, Toxtricity. I wandered into a cave and I was like, and, this, and there was a kid out the front of the cave. To, to, the, to the credit of the game, I was warned. A kid out the front of the cave was like, there's lots of strong Pokemon in there. And I was like, shut up, little child. I just defeated <laughs> you with your bug type Pokemon. Like every, yeah, everything's you know? a strong Pokemon to you, mate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like... Like a, a stiff breeze is going to take you out. Yeah. So I wandered into the cave. Mm, he was right. I, uh, <laughs> I should have been warned. A toxicity. Oh, the just, just, yeah, I, he just swept me and I could not escape and I didn't have a doll. and he just, I just got swept and I sort of like restarted back and I was like, hmm, okay, maybe I should take the hints that the game is handing me sometimes. Like, yes, I know it's, it's for children and children follow these hints, but sometimes I need my hand held and I need to be told, don't do this strongly, more strongly than that. Um, but yeah, so I am really enjoying it, but Good God, there are some hilarious, uh, hilarious problems with it every so often. Um, yeah. Uh, did anyone have a RPG story they wanted to share? Sorry, if you don't, I've, I've, I've always got a whole bank of RPG stories <coughs> I'm keen to share. Jared, yeah, I actually you like you're had my, yeah, I had my little uh, story I mentioned the other the other day um, on the other stream on the Wednesday. So I'll, I'll oh, just run through yes. it. I guess. Yes, I remember. Um, so basically, you this is a nightmare story, didn't you? It was like it wasn't like a nightmare story. It was just like a bad DM, pretty much. So th this is like a game where me and my friends were playing. Like this is like Andrew and all that, and Jesse actually, Owen. Um, Wait, hang on. Am I the DM in this story? No, no, <laughs> okay, no, no. just check it because that would have been pretty funny. Like, <laughs> after you, this is like after you went to Queensland. After I moved to Brizzy. Um. So yeah. So basically, we, like we. Andrew put the feelers out for a new DM, and we got a new DM. And he, yeah, it was very, very strict. He gave us a full rundown of his world, and then he asked us all to, like, um, come up with quite a detailed backstory and where we fit in. Um, and he was just asking so much detail, more than I've ever been asked for. I made my backstory, and he's like, he picked it apart. He's like, no, you can't do that because that doesn't exist in this world. And then oh, wow. you've got to do this, this, this. Oh, you'd be. And then, like, he picked it apart. Oh, but I yeah. was lucky. Like, my girlfriend completely new to D&D, &D, and this guy, like, she was a bit worried. She was a bit worried about it. And he sent, like, paragraphs upon paragraphs of all this D&D &D related stuff. And my girlfriend oh. just got buried, and she's like, yeah. What? help <laughs> so anyway that yeah, was you played flag. this for fun <laughs> yeah so it was yeah. a red flag and i was like oh i'm not yeah. liking that but andrew is just like look it'll be fine we'll play so i'm like cool let's let's jump in so we start playing um first session um one of the characters is a wizard and we were walking across a stream that had some water and okay. he was like okay roll um dex checks so um what, to like not slip failed. in the water yep the wizard what? failed. Yep. It, it was just like a light stream. There was nothing to it. And then the wizard fell over and yep. he rolled 2d6 and she got knocked out. 
Um, this is the first roll of the of the whole <laughs> campaign. Um, he didn't roll like a one d four or take one damage. He rolled like two d six. But like, can we? And he doesn't. <sighs> and he showed his rolls too, so we know he did it. Yeah. Um, and I was just flabbergasted. I was like, okay. So there was a bunch of all these little things that added up, but one of the ones that took the cake for me was we we exited out of the city and we're walking along this like like this sort of like uh just like a normal like road sort of main mm. road um and then we come to this like area it's like a circle and it has all these hands that are sticking out of the ground that have no fingers and thumbs and they're all like dead hands yeah. so we're like okay that's a mystery like yeah let's that, that's let's investigate yeah so let's investigate so we spent about an hour and a half doing all these different tests and rolling really well on some skill checks yeah. and every time was you don't find anything <laughs> uh, I can see For where this is going an hour and a half we did this yeah. and we're like one of the guys was digging up digging and digging and digging and we did so many skill checks like arcana investigation bunch of different spells nothing anyway so we get to the next one and there's like an, and this happens another two times where these like weird circles pop up and nothing we get yeah. to the town and basically the town's like oh there's necromancers in the area that was his little plot point to say hey there's necromancers but there was like there was no that hadn't been established yet but he didn't but he didn't do anything yet. with it he didn't see the opportunity he to like give you more information it. yeah so that's just we just wasted just like two hours trying to figure out what was actually oh, going on this, anyway so we yeah. we get sent to this like area this like forest and apparently there's a necromancer in this forest. So I'm like, okay, this is how it's tying in. And we get there and we meet someone who looks more like a druid. He explained like a druid and didn't tell us it was the necromancer because it was, yeah. but we didn't know that. It looked like yeah. a druid. And we went into the, his little forest and it was like a fairy tale forest. Yeah. It was really weird. Okay. And everyone knows that's how like necromancers weird... live. Yep. And all these weird little like effects happen. So if we, there was like a rock we found that was magical and we touched it. Um, or if you stabbed it, then like later on something would happen to you. It was like a very fairy tale sort of magic Who forest. And we come back and loop Who's around. Yeah, how do they stab <laughs> a rock? And then the druid is like, oh, it was it was hard to explain. Like everything that sort of yeah. we because we, we also investigated that for a while. And yeah, because he really made like a point about it. Um, anywho, so we went back to the to the druid, and he's like, oh no, that's actually the necromancer. And we're just sitting there like. But where's all like his undead minions? Why are we in like a fairy tale forest? Why does he look like a druid? <laughs> and also, and... has he actually performed any necromancy? I mean, no, we haven't observed nothing. any. So has he? Yeah. he was doing well, like is, nature is, stuff. Is he a necromancer then? Like, I would argue that a necromancer is someone who performs necromantic oh. magic. But that's just me. <laughs> but anyway, so oh, that God. we ended up sort of agreeing as a party. We're like, look, we're not actually enjoying this. And then Andrew and Jesse were basically just like, look. Um, they were like, "Oh, sorry, we, we've got we're so busy with work. Like, we'll try and yeah organize this another time." And then we just let it die. Yeah? Perfect. <laughs> and now, and now he's listening, and he's here tonight. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> our guest character, our guest DM. I'm going to step aside. He's taken over Curse of Strat. No. <laughs> oh, wow. No. There's there's was... a lot wrong with that. Um, the the biggest one for me is not working with your players. Like, that's a DM who has a story in mind, and you are just the conduits for him to tell a story. It's the complete yeah, right? opposite. Go write a book. It's the complete yeah, opposite yeah. of how you should run D and D. DMs out there, it's, it's not about you; it's about the players. It's the best message I can give. It's about everyone. I mean, the golden rule is you put something in front of the players; they're going to interact with it because you made a point of it. Yes, exactly. That's right. So, if you so describe, make it, it have a point. But, but <laughs> even if you us... didn't, 
if you didn't think of a point and they, they're interacting with it, amazing, that's so cool. Work with them on that. They're, they're, they're doing that, they're reaching out to you, offering you a free plot hook. Mate, fucking take that, take that hint. Yeah. <laughs> Work with them. Yeah, that's, had, that's um, yeah. There was two other little like horror scenarios with this dude as well. Um, oh, actually no, I think it's one. Like, so I was talking to one of the guys who was playing with our group and he's in another group now with that same DM. They've just finished their campaign like the other week. Before they went into the campaign, two players had already, like so the finale, two players had died before the finale. Yeah. So um, they, one already had a character ready to go, but the other guy had to like sit there for a couple hours and make a character for the finale. Okay. So anyway, they get to the finale and there's two people left. Um, a wizard does a surprise fireball on them, kills one player's character outright at the start of this the ep, like the, yeah. the session, and yeah. then the, the the wizard that's remaining has like a like a, basically like a wizard off with the other wizard and apparently everything's going really well he's doing really good um and he destroyed the arcane focus of the other wizard great and he's Can't like okay, spells anymore. Got yeah. this. suddenly yeah. the other wizard decides to turn suddenly the dm's like oh he turns into an ice elemental and he's okay. like what but how and anyway so whatever and then the ice elemental but goes like, maybe in, and maybe. then just melees him for 60 damage and outright just kills him and yeah. guess what that's the finale half yeah. an hour in he's like he did a little epilogue and that's it the other yeah. two players who were sitting there for half an hour yeah. didn't even get to play yeah that's that's someone who had a story to tell and did not care how many players he had to drag along behind him to get there <laughs> it's the, just the old competitive D. &D. oh dear sure. um mm. needless to say we don't encourage that kind of D, &D gameplay um that's how you turn people off this hobby and game forever shit like that don't Speak do yourself. it i will crush you like a worm in this session on uh <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I it's, it's, you have omnipotent god power. <laughs> Me and my and, 11 HP bear are coming for you. My, yeah, look, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, and and uh, I, after after I went to the trouble of making you a custom. A custom wild shape just for you <laughs> you're gonna try and break me with my own creation seems fair um no look i the message the message takeaway from that is that a you never say no to your players now there's a caveat to that obviously there are times when the dm you have to be the arbiter of the rules but you never outright say no to people it's always a yes but it's the same rule with improvisation and with or drama no. it's the same rule for dnd i mean there uh, that's the, it's there are times when you do have to say no and i shouldn't say never say no but save forward Yes, save the no's for when you need them. For the most part, work with your players. It's collaborative. It's, com it's right. Competitive D&D is not a thing. That's not D&D. That's just you being a bully. Uh, is he, the only really had a, he really had like a sort of competitive like DM sort of feel. Because even one of the players, like the Paladin was 18 armor class. He cast like uh, Shield of Faith on himself to make him have 20 armor class. Yeah. And then he, this guy had like 15, 20 people like attacking the party. Yeah. He liked the bigger encounters. And he was like, oh, okay, well, you know, maybe half go through. And he's like, no, like, I have 20 armor class, like, roll, because the chances are yeah. uh, these are just grunts. Like, it's not only 50%. two or three might actually get through. Yeah, and he's like, oh, less. he really tried to sort of go, oh, look, we'll just keep the, the combat flowing, and they oh, half yeah. go through. And he's like, yeah. no, like, the, the player actually, like, put his foot in the mud like this this dm just did things like that i think i think from now on anyone who's like that we don't call them a dm they are a conductor because they're on a train and they're just powering through they do not yeah. care who's in the tracks how many that just choo -choo on their train they are just that is that's a yeah. railroad dm if i've ever heard one so don't be I like should that have, i should have known like the, the yeah. first the, like can i say first, the big red flag for me yeah. was a dm telling you 
no, you have to fit into my world. Like that is, that's a pretty, for me, that's a glaring red flag. Um, and, I, and I hope for you guys coming into my homebrew world that that was absolutely not the experience you went through. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. Like, this guy Christ. had like, yeah, that's this guy so had like a crazy criteria yeah. before you could even play. Like, Dude, write a book. Raph said it best. Write and, a fucking book. And then had Write enchanted a forest druid necromancy. Yeah. <laughs> a necromancer who that, never cast necromancy. That's just confusing. Yeah, whatever. 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 Actually, really next week, because... I have a story that's almost the exact opposite of this guy, and it's just as bad. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, this would be yeah. great. Well, stay tuned for next week with our next D&D story. Oh, no, I have another story now, too. Nah, save him. Save him. No, no, save him. Save <laughs> him. And, and, oh, no, and if you're no, listening, another day. Another day. For you guys listening, please share your D&D stories. It doesn't have to be about bad experiences. It can be about a really cool character moment that happened, a really cool clutch moment with some spell casting, or or maybe a massive finale to a, a year-long campaign that was incredibly satisfying to finish as a group. Share those experiences with them. I'll read them out at the beginning of the stream, um, as long as they are uh, semi-safe for work. Um, swearing's fine, but let's let's keep it M-rated, shall we say, for the for the Australian uh, viewers. <laughs> keep it keep it like. Parental guidance not necessary, but only just. Australian okay. M or like international M? International M, international M, because okay. Australian M can sometimes be a bit intense, <laughs> but then also sometimes really permissive, and it's you never know which it's going to be. So let's say international M. Uh, alrighty, let's get into our Curse of Stride campaign. Thank you for that story, Jared. That was a that's a horror story yeah, for D and D. Good lord, yeah, that's um that's unfortunate, man. <laughs> um, R.I.P. R.I.P. <laughs> alrighty. The Tempest Adventuring Guild, a name now legendary across the world of Nostea, has just recruited some new members for a specialized team. Jonor the Wizard, Tithla the Ranger, Luther the Fighter, Grinner the Barbarian, and Theodore the Druid have all signed on with the guild to investigate a puzzling mystery. The long-ruined town of Dowerbridge is now the site of several disappearances, including two full adventuring parties. After arriving in the ruined town, the group tracked the missing adventurers into a mysterious manner which appeared out of the mists like magic. Once inside, however, our heroes have found themselves trapped. After exploring the lower floors and finding evidence of the missing adventurers, the team headed upstairs and soon found themselves experiencing more and more haunting and creepy signs. After fighting off a suit of animated armor, the group encountered the ghost of the children's nursemaid, Margaret, who seemed a little off. After Tithla accidentally referred to her baby as being dead, the ghost transformed into a spectre and attacked, draining Tithla of her life force. The ghost, however, seemed horrified by her actions, attacking what to her eyes looked like a child, and immediately backed off. The group were able to then talk their way around further violence, and headed upstairs to explore the attic. Once there, they discovered the room once occupied by the children, Rose and Thorn, locked. Breaking down the door revealed the remains of the two children, and their ghosts, who seemed remarkably coherent. The children then reunited with Margaret, while the party discovered the hanged body of Gustav Durst, the father and master of the house, in the bedroom. Deciding to take a rest before heading into the basement, Jonor discovered an affinity for the strange fortune-telling Drocker deck the party had found downstairs, and the group all leveled up to level two. Heading down into the basement, the, body, uh, the groups interred the bodies of Margaret, Rose, and Thorn into the crypts before heading down further to explore what looks to be an old pantry. As Theodore opened the door to examine the remains of the food and uh, food stores and larder, a worm-like creature that had been consuming the remains of the food behind the door, burrowed its way to the surface of a barrel of a barrel of grain and attacked. We jump in uh, at the beginning of initiative. We're actually going to be jumping straight back in as you all roll initiative because I need to know what things are happening in what order. Um, 
as the carrion crawler, this maggot-like creature, emerges from inside of a barrel of grain. Tentacles on the front whipping forwards, this sharp beak with mandibles clenching down as it launches itself forwards at uh, poor old Theodore. And it makes a, a noise remarkably similar to a cat. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Grinner, actually, we'll do. I'll just take off the extras because it looks like it's double rolled for some of you. Theodore's is correct. I'll take off John or four. That's right. Oh, Let's fix that. Nailed up. it. I'll fix yep. up Tither in a second. Oh, sorry, John. I just deleted you because it automatically moved you behind. Let me just quickly get back on. Yours was a four. Uh, Grinner, what was yours? Yours was a 16. Yours is correct. That's right. Theodore, 15. Luther, 21. Yep, they're all correct. Perfect. All right, I'll just add Tithla and the Carrion Crawler, and then we'll be good to go. Please tell me the Carrion Crawler is less than 15. <laughs> what was that, sorry? <laughs> Please tell me the Carrion Crawler is less than 15. Uh, oh, it's 16. It's 16. 16. <laughs> sorry, buddy. really regret the negative one in dexterity now. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, and let me just roll for Tithra really quickly as well. So as this as this happens, as you as you are look, looking through the stores of food, Theodore, you open up the door, you begin looking over the barrels, and you can see that there's lots of food here. It's just, it looks like it's been abandoned and, and rotted. But actually, given how old you now know this manor to be, it is surprising that it is even as preserved as it as it looks to be. You can see that the barrels and the cold of this downstairs basement area seem to have somewhat preserved some of the food stocks there probably is some salvageable food in here but uh, unfortunately before you are able to to discover what those food stocks are um this creature bursts out uh so first up off the rank is actually this creature which gets a surprise round as you did not oh. know it was there sorry oh sorry that's that is rough <laughs> Just sort these descending. Uh, and then the good news is it's Luther off the bat. The carrion crawler, yep. as it bursts out of the barrel, it begins scushing around on the floor. It bites at your ankle, Theodore, as it moves to run through uh, and out the other side. Uh, does a... You know it does. <laughs> <laughs> it might not. 14? Yeah, 100%. Does it? I'm okay. sure I'm close. 12. 12. 14. <laughs> 14 to hit um, you take 6 points of piercing damage as it severs an artery on your leg um, biting through because I think per like percentage wise of your health that's like 50% uh, a bit over yeah yeah so as, as it, as it scuttles <laughs> thank you for that as it scuttles <laughs> between your legs it chomps down and severs one of these arteries as it moves through it then uses its tentacles and whips at poor old Grinner Rinner. Mm. A natural one for a total of nine. Doesn't uh, hit, that does hits. No. <laughs> natural one never hits. As the as the tentacles whip through, the blood that's now coating its mandibles from cutting through Theodore's femoral artery um, <laughs> kind of block its eye, Damn. its sight a little bit. And as the as its tentacles try and like move the blood off its uh, its um, these sort of like fly like eyes. That's what I'm looking for. Um, compound eyes. Thank you. Compound eyes. It misses this attack on Grinner. Uh, which works out quite nicely. Luther, you're actually in range. As this thing scuttles through, attacks Theodore, and then goes after a Grinner, you're the next one to react as you see this thing scuttling across the ground. Yes, okay. <clears throat> I'm going to move in. I'm going to move here. Um... Oh, no, I don't know if Theodore can take another hit. I'm good. 
<laughs> I haven't done any like archery. I think I have to go in again. You keep um, um, you keep finding yourself really close to uh, spicy, spicy combat. Are you so you move out of range? I've moved there for now. I'm just, just trying to think you, because the Karen. No, it wasn't that. He, oh. he was up. He was up the top. I'm gonna go was diagonal. He? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I had like on my screen you were you were there, but that's okay. That's right then. If if you weren't. Oh no no I'm here. No, that's okay then. That's right. Sorry, carry on. Um. Okay. Carry on. So. <laughs> Damn. Because <laughs> because the carrying crawl is going to go before before Theodore. Before Theodore. And how much HP have you got? Like a little bit metery, but um, you're already about bloody, half don't you? <laughs> yeah. They're roughly half of Theodore that... left. Well, you, you yeah, watch as Theodore as Theodore ducks down and grabs at his now profusely bleeding leg as clearly something integral and vital <laughs> to his, his life has been severed and he's just grabbing at this leg trying to stop the trying to stem the bleeding um, yep, Tithla probably can. calls out like no as she sees you get, get hit by this I have to run in damn it I'm gonna get um, get my two daggers out again even though I have a heavy crossbow um, and I'm gonna run in I'm gonna try and sort of shout get its attention like hey over here sort of thing like try and basically like move its attention more towards me maybe Grinner and completely ignoring Theodore yep um, so I'm going to try that perfect um, and then I'm going to take a dagger attack 14 to hit 14 to hit 14 does hit definitely Oof. okay 5 piercing, Five piercing damage, damage. Um, and then I'm going to do another dagger attack with my bonus action uh, everything's fine. Just obviously take the three decks off of the deck. Yes, yes. Eleven will miss. I take it. Yeah, that will miss. As you as you strike down with the first dagger, you you literally just cut off one of these tentacles, and there's the creature <laughs> rears back, blood sort of squirting from inside this area. You go for the next strike, but it just misses. It strikes empty air as you go down to to hit this thing. Um, oh, actually, I would have got a plus two to that. Does that matter? Because the second attack has already added a five. Oh, because so actually flanking, rolled a there's six. like three people are surrounding it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so but, but for your offhand attack, right, is it the same? Oh, no, it's, it's damage that's different. That's right, yeah, it's yeah. It's damage. So would plus two to hit. hit? 13, 13 would hit. Apologies, 13 oh, definitely wow, okay. would hit. So that's actually three damage though, not six. In that case, then, I will mark that off right now. So six, six damage. Uh, no, no, Sorry, three no, damage, three damage, damage because, take, yeah, yeah, because you take three I off. Just, I just yeah. rolled like normal, but I take, took three off because it's only the damage that's affected. Awesome, yeah, as, as the dagger strike, which you think is going to miss, just catches the inside of the chitinous exoskeleton and cuts this little um, little crack through the, the, the exoskeleton, this this natural armor. Nicely, is there anything else on your turn? Um yeah, so basically, stab, stab, and I'm just using my free action to sort of try and draw its attention to me. Yeah. Do you want to make me a intimidation? Yeah, I'd say probably an intimidation check. Uh, or maybe persuasion I'd allow. Intimidation or persuasion. <laughs> Persuading it to attack M- more so, more so, <laughs> More so because I can't think of a thing to be like, I'm so weak and pathetic, it, don't hit it me. It doesn't <laughs> even matter. It's, only, it's all neg one. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's a six. Damn. Six. As you, as you sort of like, <laughs> this thing... It sort of rears up and doesn't seem to be too affected by your uh, your attempts to intimidate. Um, alrighty, Tithla. Now, I'll obviously be controlling Tithla while Jacob is away. Um, Tithla is not a huge fan of seeing Theodore getting hurt, nor is she a huge fan of this creature. 
Um, Tithla is going to uh, run up 5, 10, 15, 20. She's going to run around beside Grinner, uh, place her hand upon you, Theodore, and go, yeah, it's okay. Hang on, what, what does Jacob sound like? That was pretty okay. good. It's, yeah, it's, oh, it's, it's okay. It's okay, Theodore. I'll, I'll help you. And she's going to cast Cure Wounds uh, for four oh, hit points. Hey, my girl. Uh, and then she is going to, that's her action, as her bonus action, uh, she might use, hmm, she's going to use the disengage action. She's going to use her goblin nimble escape to then get out of there. She's going to actually rush in, help you out, and then disengage and run over the corner and then get her crossbow ready. As she ducks under between your legs, Grinner, sort of like moving very quickly and very dexterously between you, she pulls out the crossbow, takes aim, and then looks down the sights of this creature ready to fire when it's her next turn. Grinner, it is your turn. Um... What would you like to do? How big is this thing again? It's quite little, isn't it? So the carrion crawler is reasonably um, large, actually. It's not. It's it's about the same size as Tithla. Uh, oh, I'll chuck shit. a picture okay. of it in the chat so that you can see it. Um, it's a. It's almost like a maggoty-like creature, long, worm-like body with tiny little legs. Three sets of three legs, almost similar to like a millipede or a centipede with this large chitinous exoskeleton along the top, this sort of sickly yellow color, uh, compound black eyes in a sort of half crescent moon shape on its head, and then a series of tendrils coming out from its mouth, pulling in towards these central mandibles that resemble quite closely almost teeth, uh, but made of that same chitinous material. So I'm gonna, um, do I still have that, that, that helmet on my wrist? Uh, I'd say probably you've you've got rid of that I'm, by now. Yeah, I probably would have taken it off after the sleep. Uh, but the hey. room you're in is a, uh, I mean, it's it's an old, uh, decrepit dining room. I mean, you're standing right next to a table with legs. If you wanted to just, is there a old like champagne bottle on the table, something like that? Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, <laughs> I'd say I'd say there's an old glass bottle on the table. Yeah, of course. Uh, I'm gonna grab that and um, smack it as hard as I can over the head. Okay, amazing. So you can use the small improvised weapon, um, which I think is on your character sheet. It will be. Attack, small. I've got simple improvised weapon. Is that what you mean? Yes, thank you. Simple improvised weapon. Yes. 17's going to hit. Absolutely. As you just smash down with this bottle, uh, this will be bludgeoning damage. Uh, And then after this, I'm going to roll a percentage dice to see if it breaks, and then it'll become slashing damage. Just... (laughs) That's having a hissy fit. There we go. Five bludgeoning damage. Nice. As you crack this thing across the head, could you roll me a percentile dice, please? Mm-hmm. The easiest way to do it is just through roll 20 with the dice roll on the side. You just roll yep. two. That's the D100? Yes, exactly D1. right. I just want to see if I'm going to give this a... F- I'm probably going to say... Yeah, I was going to say 60% chance to break. 27. The bottle smashes. You're now holding a, uh, a jagged, half-broken bottle in your hands that you can now use to fucking shiv if you want. So Lovely. I'd say piercing or slashing your choice from here on out. Depending on and how then you with my tavern brawler feet, uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to grab it by the throat with my other hand in a grapple and try and lift it off the ground. Oh, okay. Fantastic. Yeah. So roll me a, uh, I think it's a strength to hit essentially for grapple. If I remember correctly. Um, Let me just uh, double da, 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 check. Da. Yes. Yes, it's a special attack that you can do. Yes, that's exactly right. Use the action to make a special melee attack. So a d20 plus your uh, strength check, plus your strength score. Strength. Ooh, not ideal. 
so not a, not a save. It's 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 basically making an athletics oh. check essentially. So what's your athletics? Ah, uh, that's uh, a plus five. So that would have oh, been. Oh, it's the same. The it's same exactly the same. Thing. Exactly the same. Uh, it will make a contested check to see if it can outmaneuver you, as it it's going to use its strength as well. Uh, Eleven was yours. It rolls a five. As you as you oh, basically six. just grab this thing and lift it off the ground from its back, it can't actually get to you because of the way its plates interlock. It can't mm. bend over on itself, and so it's going <laughs> chittering away with this like from these mandibles, making this horrific crunching noise. But it, it can't actually get to you from where it is. And as you hold it up in the air, its movement becomes zero. Brilliant. That's me done. Fantastico. Oh, actually, if I try to move with it, Half does movement. it still get an attack of opportunity for anything near it? So when you're grappling to pull away, no. And think, and these guys don't get an attack of opportunity against it. So it works both ways. Sweet. All right. Awesome. I'm going to um, take it uh, down towards the hallway that we haven't seen. Um, still in proximity with Luther, but away from Theodore. So I'm going to yes. stand here. And, and move it I there. Want it yeah, yep. there. Yeah, so Grinner, you just begin walking forwards, uh, not very far at all. You only move about five feet, ten feet as you move this thing. That uses up 20 feet of your movement, that 10 foot of movement, as you pull this thing towards the lower section of the hallway, taking it down towards this other section you haven't explored. The stonework here heading down towards the south, the ground around here you can see is littered with the remains of food, and it seems to be leading a bit of a disgusting trail heading towards the south. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alrighty. Uh, the carrion crawler is going to try and make an attack because it does not like being held. It's going to use its tentacles against you, Luther, and then it's going to make its bite against you. Uh, sorry. Uh, no, it's going to be both against Grinner, actually, because Grinner's grappled it. Uh, Grinner, I'm guessing a 19 hits you. <laughs> that hits, yeah. You take three points of poison damage as these tentacles whip across you. The cut that they make across your face stings and you can feel something in them begin to burn against your skin. Could you please roll me a constitution saving throw? I certainly can. Just edit has this camera back down because it's currently not going to be again. Am I lilting to the side again? It's all right. I can, I can easily fix you up. I've got the power. Fix me in post. Fix you. <laughs> It'll say they can fix him. Uh, what was your constitution save? Ten. Ten. Is, yeah. Is not so hot, unfortunately. Um, no, rolling terrible. That time. is going to be a fail. You are poisoned for one minute. You have disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks. Um, and you are you are also paralyzed right now until your next turn when you can re-roll the con save. And if you pass, you're no longer paralyzed. So as you, as you grab this thing and start pulling it away, this tentacle cuts across your cheek and as you feel it take hold something is very wrong as you feel your muscles begin to seize you go to cry out and the your voice just dies in your throat as you are held there locked in place unable to move any part of your body as this creature begins <laughs> trying to like claw at you uh, it's but i locked it in place too yeah exactly right so <laughs> it's going to try and make a strength check i was if, if you had been paralyzed and not holding it obviously it wouldn't have to worry about making the strength check but it does and it's going to make it against your same strength as previously because whatever tension your muscles were under it is that's staying in place because that's how a uh a, is it tonic clonic where both muscles are i think it's a tonic clonic uh it's gonna make a trick sorry it's right, getting into some be. Don't worry about it, medical team. Don't worry about it. Um, That is a 16 that is going to escape, unfortunately, as it basically just begins clawing away and moving through. You can't squeeze your hands to compensate for this thing and to to keep it in place. Your hands are locked in the position they were in. And as it begins to get out, 
it just slips through your fingers and drops to the floor. Uh, it turns towards Luther and makes this very ominous, like almost like a low growl as the plates under its throat begin to dun, 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 begin to wrap together. Theodore, it is your turn. Hey, all right, all right. So I start to, to, to focusing and sort of glow with a little naturey glow as my muscles and bones begin to reshape as I transform into uh, half bear, half wolf, half like deer enter antler thing. What was, what was the, the deer thing with the ant- moose? Yeah. Man bear pig. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's it's uh, so when I when I created this creature, I did have in mind uh, an elk. Oh, uh, that's the one I was thinking of. Uh, that's the one you were thinking of. Hey, cool, cool. I just lost words for a minute. I will I will oh, put the artwork on the a, screen. Um, it should hundred percent be a moose. Should be a moose. No, I'm using a moose for another one. Um, <laughs> so th- the creature that you turn into is a this is a custom creature I've created for uh, for has this character for Theodore. It is a fey beast uh, called a bayorn. This is a younger version of that. This is a Bayorn Ling. Um, it's not fully grown. Ooh. I'm going to put it on screen right now. You should be able to see it coming up over the front of our faces. Um, it has the front half of a bear. Uh, so the body and claws of a bear, the face of a bear, elk antlers emerging from the top of its head. And as the body moves towards the back, it slowly moves into this much more, uh, I believe, uh, uh, no, Ursine is bear, moves into this much more um, ungulate form. Ungulate is the word I'm looking for, this much more deer-like form. And the back legs are those of an elk. The tail actually resembles a little bit more like yours, Theodore, this much longer tail that wraps around and then has this tuft of fur coming out from the front. And as Theodore transforms into this thing, it's about the size of a a bear. It's actually quite large. Theodore, you know you're only transforming into into the younger version of this creature called a Bayorn Ling. Um, Later on, who knows, you might get access to the full full shebang. Um, Uh, How do I make that transform so I can use those attacks? Uh, so you can just use the Bayon Ling stats which I've sent you and you can just run them straight from there. So if you click on your token and then click on the strength decks or con rolls, you can use those stats and you can do the same with the claw attacks and the bite. Click on my... Okay, so I can just run it... Ah, cool. Just run it straight from there. Q. How good is right. that, eh? Love it. All right. So I'll be scooting over in, in their form right over there and I will be doing my multi-attack. So I'll start a bite and run into it. Does that work? Natural nope. one on the bite, unfortunately. That's not a great start. <laughs> <laughs> Did not like this is the first time you've nuggets. used this form, Theodore, and, and you're not really comfortable in it just yet. You've never transformed into a creature before. You know the magic was possible, but something about the stress of this situation triggers it. And as you transform, you kind of lose control a little bit for a moment. The, the, the instincts of the creature taking over. And as you rush forward, growling and go to bite this thing, your mind is still trying to assert who is in control here, you or the bear, and the bear wins out for this one, and you and you miss the attack. Uh, would you want to make a second attack this time with your claws? Yeah, get mad, slash back. Let's 20, go. you make up for it, oh. you make up for it. With, okay, for 12 okay. slashing damage, amazing. As you carve across this thing, these large bear front paws just cut off large sections of the chitinous exoskeleton. The creature hisses in pain, this loud hissing noise, and turns towards this now much larger threat. Anything else on your turn, Theodore? Um, no, that's a, about to give, give a big bear 
Growl thing. Oh, good. Skyrim bear dot wave. I assume that's what a bear, bear <laughs> sound of bear meant. Absolutely. Yeah, the knowledge of bear sounds comes mostly from the flawless game, Elder Scrolls Skyrim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No bug. Bugless. <laughs> Alrighty. Luther, you are up next. Oh. Um, could be Jonah, maybe? Oh, where is Jonah? Yeah, it'll be, it'll be Jonah. Oh, Luther's got two on that for some reason. There's double initiative for Luther. Sorry, Jonah, it's you next. Oh, you guys can't see. Oh, sorry. Because there was a previous token for um, all of you, and then I've moved those tokens to leave them, you can't see them, but I still can. So don't worry. Sorry, yes, Jonah, you are correct. It is you all next. Good. I, Fair enough. Um, so you made a bit of a uh, bear sound or something resembling that, and uh, Jonal <laughs> didn't know that you can transform. Like you, you've, it's been all talk so far, uh, and he he like starts moving forward, seeing this giant worm being pulled pulled forwards. He comes up in range and then sees you, and he's like, "Oh, which which one?" And he's a bit rattled because he's like <laughs> trying to fight something for the first time, and he sees everyone staring at the worm. He's like. Oh, this one, and just like conjures a flame, <laughs> moves moves to the side, and then launches it into the worm. Yeah, as as you go, which one? Tithel points at the worm and goes, "The gross maggoty one, the witchetty grub. Get the witchetty grub." Um, eleven. Oh, yeah. Jonah. As the firebolt shoots overhead, the panic of the situation and this this sudden combat, and, and I'd say probably seeing this creature, you've never seen anything like this. This is horrifying. No kind of distracts you and you just, you just throw out a fireball you're not even aiming and and therefore it doesn't hit it just flies over the top of this creature's just, head before yeah. into the wall behind yeah straight between the two of them he's like which one <laughs> yeah um and he moves towards and um he i think he would stand behind uh luther again and that's uh that's all he does. <laughs> nice he's yeah <laughs> <laughs> level two wizards uh luther you're up next Alright, I'm in combat, so I may as well just keep swinging my daggers for now. Just keep stabbing. Until I eventually get short swords. But... Yeah, absolutely, there's no no reason not to. Alright. 21 21's hit, gonna piercing. hit. Nice, 6 piercing. The distraction of Jonah's firebolt. This creature turns towards the light source and hisses, like, moving away from it, which gives you an opening as you jam this dagger in between two plates on its neck cutting through some vital internal organs. Uh, would you like to make another attack? Oh, yes. 20 to hit, uh, 3 damage. 20 he's going to hit, 3 more damage. Both these hits, as you just strike forward with one dagger, and then the other one you pull in and then pull them both out, you actually pull a section of chitin with you stuck to these two daggers, and as you pull them apart, the chitin splits down the centre and drops to the ground. Very nice, Luther. Anything else cool. on your turn? That is my turn. I'll just stay where I am. Theodore now can sort of handle himself. Um, yeah. I might try and draw some attention away from Grinner, <laughs> just yeah. in case. No, fair I enough. think I think my attacks probably have probably. Oh, two two big hits. This creature is now focused more on you. Yep. Um, yep. Cool. Titha pulls out her longbow. I said crossbow before. I did mean to say longbow. Titha pulls out her longbow, uh, draws an arrow, and then <laughs> fires it forwards. Uh, that's a twenty-five to hit Titha. Nice. For four piercing damage. Titha Titha's doing okay tonight. As the bolt strikes through, it actually goes through the gap in the armor plating that you had just created, Luther. And the arrow, which might have normally boom, just bounced off, goes straight in. And you can just see the feathered tip of this arrow pointing out, uh, the feathered shaft of the arrow pointing out from the middle of this thing's chest as it sort of screeches in agony. Uh, Tithler is then going to move around to the other side just to keep a good line of sight and also to prepare so if she can see anything coming down the corridor. Grinner, you are up next. So I'm I'm 
paralyzed. Yeah, I can't do anything, can I? Uh, so with the paralysis, uh, you can re-roll at the end of each of your turns. So you can now roll again to see if you can escape this paralysis. And that was a constitution saving. Constitution saving throw. Just realizing Tithlip might Oi, actually try to help. Yeah, 24. Better. Grinner, you, this poison seems to be fast acting as, as it takes hold and seals you in place. You just begin raging inside as you fight against this effect and you are able to exert control over your muscles again stiffly at first as you force and exert your will again to, to regain control of your body and then more and more your muscles begin to respond to your commands once again as the um, the calcium blockers created by this creature's venom are overcome by your extreme amounts of thinking calcium down the uh, down the synaptic joints <laughs> literally how uh, muscle tone works uh, as you just think calcium down towards the muscles to make them activate um, genuinely, just look it up. Uh, you are able to overcome this paralysis. Uh, unfortunately, that is at the end of your turn. However, given that that was such an amazing roll, I am more than happy to allow you to rage as part of this roll. <laughs> just because it's cool. uh, I'm actually not going to rage. Hmm. Okay, well then I rescind any kindnesses I've ever offered you and you can go Good. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. I will. <laughs> the carrion crawler uh, is not a huge fan of the bear or the man who keeps stabbing it. Um, <laughs> not a fan of either of those. It's going to use its tentacles on the stabby boy and it's going to bite the bear. Um, Luther, that is going to be a 15. Does that hit you? That is my AC. Oh, sorry, man. That's going to be five That's poison fun. damage, and I'm going to need a constitution saving throw from you. Uh, the bear, Theodore the Bayonling, that's going to be an 18. I'm guessing that does hit you. That's, that does hit, yeah. Eight piercing damage, but no need to make any con saves. Uh, Luther, 20. This venom, as it moves across, you know why it doesn't affect you. You know that your biology is a little bit different <laughs> to other humans. Your blood doesn't really no. pump in your veins so much as methodically move through <laughs> at its own pace as your heart beats only once every like couple of years uh, you, yeah no, no as a as a dampier your biology is a bit different you are kind of a bit of an undead creature whatever this effect is supposed to do doesn't work on you uh, and you are yes. now immune to this poison effect uh, same as you i should say cool. um, you guys are now immune to this poison effect for the moment oh cool as you shake that it helps. off yeah uh, the creature isn't going to move, but it's going to let out this chittering cry. Um, this sort of that echoes through the hallways. Uh, Theodore, your turn. I don't like that. Uh, you sorry, I, I, it didn't pop up for me. How much damage was I taking for? Uh, eight piercing. Eight piercing. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. This cat. No, is no, no. So no. Uh, <laughs> and and uh, as I've said, my dogs bark every session, so there's no worry about it. Yeah, huge, I find it very entertaining, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> huge roar That's from all the monster noises tonight. Farting out. <laughs> That's the carrion crawler. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Theodore, that's a 15 to hit. That, that is it? hit. That is a hit and five piercing damage. I've realized you've sent that just to me, but that's nice of you to do that. I don't know how I managed that, but... Oh, because it's a I monster that. that you're rolling. It's a monster right. that you're rolling. That's okay. Don't worry about it. That's fine. Um, that's, that's just, absolutely fine. Just announce it. Yeah, so 15 to hit, absolutely that's hits. Like Five piercing damage as you bite down. Again, your aim is to try and tear off sections of this creature's chitin to make it easier to attack, to get at the soft, squishy insides. Um, lacking, a, lacking an internal skeleton, getting through the outer skeleton is a must to be able to take this thing down. And your bite tears through and cuts open a large section leaving it exposed for your claw attack. Yeah, that's what I'm going to jam it on in there. 25! It's very exposed for your claw attack. <laughs> <laughs> your claws begin raking through this thing. 
one of your bear claws just scoops out a huge amount of its insides Mm -hmm. and splatters it across the ground as it does eight (laughs) slashing damage. You have no idea um, what this creature is, how it works. You don't even know if it has a heart, but you scoop out of enough of its insides that it no longer functions. How do you want to do this? Like a bear, like, pouring through, like, a a beehive to get the honey to, like, <laughs> you just watch Theodore you just begin your bear, these massive clawed feet these paws and bears have quite large paws as well the toes are actually spaced quite far apart they've got quite a large surface area again as you say to like get into honeycombs and things like that you just begin pulling this thing apart you guys watch as Theodore kind of loses himself for a moment in the transformation and just revels in the destruction of this creature pulling it apart tearing bits off it do you eat any of it, just out of interest? No, I just just nah. smear, smear it around. Yeah, just squish like it into my, the ground. Imagine my dog when he digs in his water bowl to try and get yes. more water, <laughs> I assume. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, so it's <laughs> exactly what happens. You just, we yeah. Prance around. In this bear let, form, let you let just tear this thing. Yeah, you just tear it apart. It, it is torn to pieces. As the cumulative damage that all of you have done leaves this opening for Theodore to just come in and tear the insides out of this creature. That's you guys out of initiative. I, I'm going to take you out of initiative right away as you tear this thing apart. Um, it doesn't even have a time to cry out with this second attack as you as you just yeah scoop out massive amounts of its internal guts onto the floor. Uh, what I will I, do is quickly. Tifa throws up just... quietly in the corner. Oh, poor Tifa. <laughs> I'm going to just um, get my daggers put them back sort of on my person and just have my heavy crossbow out now and I'm just sort of looking at alternating between these two because you said it made some like noises that like like sort of move through the corridor so I'm yeah, just basically this... waiting Wait, there. Is the chanting still going? Yes, the whole time and the chanting has not paused or interrupted. It was a bit hard to hear during the combat um, because of the sounds this creature was making, the bear roars, the sound of Grinner smashing a glass bottle and turning it into a lethal weapon. Uh, to match his character up. <laughs> there was a lot going on, but the chanting is still continuing. Um, you can see there is a pathway towards the west and a pathway towards the south. The carrion crawler you had dragged to the pathway towards the south. It looks like from your perspective here that that pathway then splits again into uh, three more passageways, north, south, east, and west. The north pathway being where you came from. Wow, this music might be a little bit intense for where you guys are right now. I might just... <laughs> Maybe in the combat it was all yeah, right. I'll just, yeah, I'll just, I'll just save this for... That is uh, for later when we vest the boss. I'm off, Theodore, is, is that you, mate? What I'm, the fuck are you done? Trottle over, give him a little little nudge through the... Oh, fuck. All right, hello. you got a lot of shit on you, mate. Uh, <laughs> this, essentially, Grinner, this bear with antlers gives you a little nuzzle. Watch the horns, mate. Watch, fuck me. <laughs> Careful. Let's get back over All and kind right. of like flick tit laugh onto my, onto my back. Take that, Jacob. You should have turned up. Um, as uh, is the, this is what happens when you're sick, mate. You get gored. Uh, no, as uh, as you as Theodore moves over, gesture up onto my back. Yeah, Tithla goes. Oh, you're so cuddly. Like climbs on your back and gives you a big hug on your back. <laughs> Trot around. So, around. did you say it has like the form? Does it have like wolf? features as well Owen. uh just um just the bear and deer forms uh do you want me to paste yep. it in chat again actually i'll put it up on the screen again. Cool. it's on the stream screen again now if you want to have a bit of that's, it was confusing me because i remember like hearing wolf and i'm like i was looking for the wolf and i'm like oh, the, 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 those, those me um i misinterpreted right. the the middle section yep so it's a bear elk 
It's yeah, a barrel. Elk. Yeah, it's a barrel. Belk. Or a, or a, ba- a, a belk. Or a bayonling. Um, Barely an elk. Yes, thank I like you. the belk. <laughs> All right, it's not a belk. It's a bayonling. I worked hard on this name. <laughs> it's the it's the old it's the old Norse name for a bear, a bjorn, but with a fey twist, bayon. You're welcome. Um, and for Tolkien fans, there's an extra little yeah. thing in there as well. Yeah, I loved it. Hey, Jonor, have you ever seen anything like that in your travels? It looks like a like a bear, elk, like a bjelk. A bjelk? Um, <laughs> <clears throat> He's standing there a little bit, like, shocked to see this thing. Um, he, he just sort of looks a bit weirdly either side and starts to approach it as if he doesn't know who it is. And is like, oh, good good little creature and reaches his hand out just to go just to test the waters <laughs> actually has journal ever been in combat before have i ever seen you in combat no no this is honestly okay. the first time he's fought people i'll, the, I'll sort of like was... I'll, I'll sort of like jump down from i'm probably on the table now actually when i think about it i'll jump off the table and be like, um <clears throat> hey journal are you okay um you, you look a bit pale there friend i am um... This is very new territory for me. I want to kind of leave here if we, oh, if we can. That's it. That's right. Um, you've never actually been in combat. Are, are you okay? I'm. I'm. I'm doing great. Yeah. I'm. I'm yeah. Yeah. I'm doing great. Thank you. Yeah, deep, a great fight. Yeah. So take yeah, some deep breaths. <laughs> Just ventilate. <sighs> get some oxygen in your lungs. You oh, feel a little, little bit oh, better. Stinks in here. Oh my god, is that a worm? Oh, don't, worry about the, <laughs> don't worry about Ugh. the stench. Just try and breathe. Ugh. Don't go through your nostrils, through your mouth. Oh, can get that beer away from me. Well, oh, the guts is No, it's awful. a belk. A I can't belk. Come, uh, give you the, the old, <laughs> old, old nuzzle. Ugh. Yeah, the, oh. the bear's nose, which hasn't really gotten too much gunk on it, gives you a very gentle okay. nuzzle, Jonal. That is reassuring he's, he's sta- he starts to freeze and he's like the creature in like fright mode it's very freeze it's like yeah, okay this is fine can i yeah, sort of thank my, you sorry sorry can i there try to use go. my bear hearing to um see if i can get a better bearing on where that chanting's coming uh, from a bit of, <laughs> a bit of bearing eh <laughs> you have advantage on wisdom on. checks that rely on hearing or smell as a bear so yes you may as you use your keen hearing and smell to psychic damage keep the mirror thing up 13 <laughs> and you have advantage you can roll again theater yeah i should be trying to come through 25 Ooh. natural 20 <laughs> yeah nice. um theodore in, in this form your your ability to move your ears to actually like move and capture sound in independent directions is a massive boon you know where the chanting's coming from you can hear it it's coming from further ahead um down the corridor where you are here the corridor towards the south and then a further corridor further south again. So it sounds like it's coming from the southwest of where you are. Um, I crawl down there and do the little paw, paw point down there, like, you know, the little, <laughs> like the dog nose point forward sort of thing. <laughs> what, that way is it, mate? <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> remember we're playing remember we're playing Curse of Strahd Old well we should probably I just want to have a look in here make sure that nothing's going to come out from behind and give Jonor a uh, sneaky surprise <laughs> so do you want to backtrack real quick no just I just want to have a quick little sticky beak don't want to go too far. I just want to make sure nothing's coming this way. Can I just be here and just see if I hear anything down this corridor? Yeah, Grinner, you can't really hear much coming from that corridor. You can see by the faint light of the room behind where you guys are. 
what looks to be a large room in front of you. Um, you can't really see too much more than that looking down this corridor, but it does look like there is something down there, a larger room, and you can hear probably every so often the sound of what could be water maybe moving. Can you please roll me a perception or investigation check? I'll see if you get any more information from that, hey? I certainly can. Bring us back to the webby cams. Nine. Nah, that's all you get, Grinner. Nothing more than that. Uh, Nothing that way. We can go the other way now. (laughs) It's probably something, but... Yeah, maybe, but... There's like a massive room over there. There's got to be something. Well, what? You want to go have a look? I mean, I don't really want to go look anywhere around here, but uh, I think we sort of have to. Well, do you need need a light? I can give you a light if you want. Yeah, all right. Pass it along. Um, you kind of grab a break a bit of a table here and cast the light cantrip on a leg. Yeah, of course you can. You could even just cast yeah. it on Grinner's broken bottle that he's still holding at this stage mm. if you wanted. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, he does that very carefully. To not yeah, I'm going to need you to take 2d6 damage from glass. Cuts, <laughs> yeah. so, no, 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 I'm kidding. Um, you, yeah, you just place your hand on the glass, cast light. Grinner, your, your glass now illuminates with this very beautiful golden glow. Um, and because it's on glass itself, the light that's refracting almost creates almost like a torch effect from the center as you point it forwards. Because oh, the light will be rebounding yeah. inside. And, yeah. That's not too bad, isn't it? All right, you've been able to do that the whole time. Yeah, I'm yeah, part, part of Celestial. I got a bit of, bit of the light in me. He, um, yeah, right, mate. You don't have to fucking gun. brag about it. I'm right, <laughs> right, heading down the corridor. Yeah, um, Grin, as you walk down. more about it. <laughs> Grinner, as you walk down, you can see another pathway heading down towards the south. As you get to this sort of fork in the road, one pathway heading towards the west, one towards the south, you can clearly hear the chanting coming from the south now. Uh, obviously not from the pathway to the uh, pathway to the west. Definitely coming from the pathway to the south. Yeah, right. What do you reckon, Lufa? Do you want to check out what's down this way a little bit further, or do you want to go downwards? I think we go into the big room, but um, I think... And I sort of bring everyone in. I think uh, moving forward, um, throughout these passageways and search, uh, just be careful of any potential pitfalls or something. I'm not, well, traps. Shit, I, I hadn't even fucking thought of that. Yeah, all right. I just started thinking about that then when we uh, started walking through all these really tight passageways. Well, I might, I might have a little bit of a gaze on the floor as we move forward down here looking for anything like that. Jonoram pulls out his book and he writes down, look for traps. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Traps. Funny. Bad. <laughs> I'm just going to peek around the corner. Yeah, That's as you I'm get to the edge there. of this room and begin peeking in, you can see yeah, a, a small well or, or maybe a cistern, a four foot diameter right in the very center of the room and you can see there's a wooden bucket hanging from a rope and pulley mechanism that's bolted to the crossbeams above this well. Um, inside the room you can also see what looks to be little side alcoves that probably are bedrooms from where you are you can actually see the beginnings of a bed uh, in position up towards the northwest there um, not much else is really visible from inside this room um, but yeah it looks to be maybe some sort of resting chamber I'm gonna um, what, what you reckon We you, do we want to be quiet through here or you want to make a ruckus what you feeling? <clears throat> you lot? I, I um. I'm back in the. I generally I like to be a bit some... quiet. 
Yeah, I agree with Tiflerim. Also, uh, I give you the cross, like the crowbar I have, and maybe just as we go through, just sort of tap ahead of you. Um, well, I can't like, go and go clink, clink, clink if you want me to be not, fucking quiet, mate. No, no, you don't need to. You don't need to do it hard. Just, uh, you just do a little, just tap a little bit. That's it. Just enough to. Ah, uh, give it a whack. You're not, you're not whacking it. You're just yeah, give it a placing whack. it down the ground and forcing some force on it. So, uh, just you uh, don't taught me this through. game where you'd whack things that popped out of the ground. You couldn't whack them all. Do that <laughs> with oh. genuine real moles. <laughs> yeah. All right, is Tithra still on my back? Yeah, Tithra's still on your back. I'm gonna have Tithra on your back for this entire session unless you kick her off. Oh yeah, <laughs> nice. I I'm gonna get a. I'm gonna get a little rock though and just sort of toss it in the in the in the room. Yeah, Luther like, is maybe you, like you... over here. Yeah, Luther, as you grab a rock off the ground and chuck it, dum, 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 just skips across the floor and then. Rolls to a stop outside the doorway of one of the side alcoves. I'm going to do a perception check before we enter this big room and it makes me skittish. Yeah, Luther, as you, you, pause and, you pause and listen, don't hear any noise. Maybe the sound of um, very faint, occasional rustling fabric, but not much else. And the water as well, I should say, the drip of the water. Wait, as in like the rustling, rustling fabric, fabric from us? Uh, from you guys and also it sounds like maybe coming from inside the room as well you're not sure quite where it's coming from it kind of sounds a little bit like yeah I mean I, rustling of fabric is the best way I can describe that Very is it like, like wind in the curtains sort of could concept, be yeah or? a little bit similar to wind in the curtains more, more like a bit wind. of a slithering sound as if like um, a little bit of cloth dragging against a stone floor we uh, we're, we're underground there so there shouldn't be any wind no um, I sort of, I'll point this sound out and be like, um, just everybody, um, stage whispers. Um, yeah, I, can you hear that? That that fabric on the ground. Can I make a roll to see? Yeah, you get advantage. It? Yeah, of course you can. Can I roll just with advantage straight up or I have to roll it twice? Um, I believe you can do an option to always roll with advantage or technically disadvantage, but I'm happy right. to just roll twice, whatever's easier for you. Tended. Uh, 14 and 11. Okay. We'll take the 14. Yeah, Theodore, it just, I mean, to your ears, it sounds like, to your Ursine ears, it sounds like, <laughs> um, yeah, fabric moving Damn. across the floor. Well, I, I nod that I can can hear it. <laughs> All right. I'm going to step in the room, but a bit more cautiously with my crossbow drawn. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to come over here near the well and just suss it out, look over the edge. Yeah, as you, you peer you down into the well. well you can see what looks to be uh, a wooden bucket hanging from a rope and pulley, as I described before, and only about two or three metres down in the well, so about 15 feet, um, dark water, occasionally moving as little water droplets begin moving down the side or occasionally drip off the bucket. It looks like the bucket's actually half full of water, and every so often a little drop of water falls. Right, someone's used this not that long ago, lads. And Tifla, sorry, love. It's all right. I know I'm one of the boys. Yeah, you're right. Uh, can I start unhitching the bucket? Yeah, just untie it. Just tie it on with a with a bit of rope. You pull the bucket up about five feet, and then you untie it, and you're now holding a bucket. Sweet. I I. It's got like you said about half full. Yeah, about half full of water. And how sturdy is it? Oh, I mean, the wood looks to be fairly rotted, especially on the bottom, and there's moss and lichen growing up the sides of the bucket that has partially plugged the water droplet. Uh, and you can also see from your position, Grinner, looking above, there's actually a 
group, like almost like a, a f- um, focal point of condensation above, dripping water into the bucket. And then mm-hmm. as you pull the bucket away, that water then drips from the roof directly down into the well below. All right, we'll see how long my new flail lasts. <laughs> uh, uh, what were you saying, Theodore? You were saying something before. No, I was just plotting to say me and Tithler were coming in the room too. Yeah, Tith- all right, Tithler's in there with you, absolutely. As you look into these side alcoves, yeah. I'll, I'll bring us across the map again as we, as we have to explore. As you look into these side alcoves, Theodore, you can see beds, uh, mostly decrepit and rotten, the moisture in this room having cause the wood to rot and in some of the rooms there looks to be piles of of clothing that's just been abandoned you can see that in this room here to the south right where you are there there's a pile of what looks to be almost like it looks like leather strips maybe or a leather cloak that's just been abandoned on the floor uh in front of a wooden chest uh right in front of you as well the wooden chest looks to be partially rotted too and inside you can see a glimpse of what looks to be um maybe a maybe a glint of metal inside I gesture to Tithler to jump off my back and have a rummage. <laughs> Tithler, what's Tithler's passive perception? I just want to quickly see. Uh, yeah, she's absolutely, she's game for that. 14. She jumps off, opens up the chest and looks inside. Um, goes, ah, look at this. She pulls out an ivory hairbrush with silver bristles and begins brushing her hair. Oh, this feels nice. <laughs> Chuck this down in the chat and I'll make sure we add it to... Jacob's character sheet. Tithler. There you go. Um, Ooh, very nice. Yeah. Oh, this, this is nice. I like this. I load Tithler back up on my back and away we go. Perfect. As you step out of the room, Theodore, don't go too far for me, please. Just stay oh, right there. Oh, oh as no. You, as you go out of the room, <laughs> as you step over the pile of leathers, as you go to step away, so you're still here, unfortunately, as you go to step away, yeah. you feel something wrapped around your foot. And as you look down... The leather slowly unfolds itself into what looks to be human skin, face <laughs> hanging loosely, Aww. as the skin of someone wraps itself around your leg. The head, which is again just just human skin, like animating itself, lifts up and goes, <gasps> and uh, strikes out at you. Uh, that is going to be initiative for everybody. Theodore, you just really love triggering all of this stuff that I've got set up here. And I'm also going to need a sanity check from you as well and from Tifla oh, no. as this thing emerges from the darkness. After just having a conversation about DMs like shouldn't put things Damn. into the hey. world that aren't, aren't a point, I just completely ignored your comments about the leather straps. <laughs> I, look, I, I love it. It's fantastic. This, this is what gets me up in the morning. That was probably um, them making that fabric noise. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get Damn. the sense. That <laughs> you didn't see this coming. Uh, I can't roll initiative in bear form. Uh, that's because... Uh, just roll, roll with you and we'll add the plus that you get as a bear, which is just a yeah. plus one. Yeah. Kill, that's kill. fine. That's, abs- that's easy Instead to do. I have a minus one. Yeah. Hey. So we'll turn it into a plus one. So, um, yeah, is everyone's thing correct? I'll just get rid of Carrie and Crawler. I better roll for Tithler again, hey. Uh, and you want a sanity check? Yes, please. <sighs> um, so what's the formula? Will that change if I'm in bed? Just form? If you just click on it, it should be fine. And it's still oh, the same formula because it's using mental oh, it's stats. Tithler. Okay, it's Tithler. Right. Oh, Tithler's not rolled well. Uh, that's not going to be good for Tithler. All oh, right, I just hit cancel, don't I? That's how yeah, that's just hit how cancel. It. And it rolls it properly. I don't know why. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Seven for Theodore. 
Oh, no. Okay, both of you fail. Unfortunately, you also both oh. fail by five, uh, which oh, is going shit. to be spicy things happening. So yeah. as you both failed your sanity checks, as Tithel looks down and goes, Oh, my God, what's that? As this creature begins just unwrapping itself, um, both of you need to reduce your sanity scores by one. But what is the formula for the, the sanity? So why the sanity score I'm keeping track of um, because no, no, it is no, I mean, what, what's the Why is it plus two? Shouldn't it be off wisdom? So it's 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 your uh, wisdom or intelligence plus your constitution plus so ten. Will, will my con? Go oh, because you're a bear. Yeah. Yes, it will. So your con is now plus three. So what's your wisdom? Uh, plus three as well. So that actually takes you up to a six rather than a plus two. So you get an extra plus four. So actually, you don't reduce. Okay, so this we're going to have to keep this in mind that when you're in animal form, you're actually less likely to go mad. That's good to know. Cool. That is really good to know. Um. And that, I guess on one hand, that kind of makes sense because yeah. the way you're connecting with these animal creatures, they, they kind of do have an instinct within you. A bear's not really going to perceive this as like something that drives it insane. It's going to go, oh, this is some gross food. Jerky. <laughs> me, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jerky. Mm, fast food. Yeah. So it's it's exactly right. Okay. Yeah. So actually, you're, you're, so your total role in that case then is actually a uh, 11. So that's that's fine. It's It's still a fail, but not a fail by more than five. So you're not going to reduce your sanity. That's really good. I'm pleased about that. Tithla, however, is going to reduce her sanity. She's down to 13 now. Uh, You are both afraid of this creature. Um, So you cannot willingly move towards it, and you have disadvantage on attack rolls while it is within line of sight of you. Um, That's everyone's initiative. I better roll for the boneless, hey. Um, The boneless. The boneless. Yeah. Yeah. Want to ride the bone train? I just I'd like to know what they're called. Um, the boneless is going to use its um, surprise round to do a crushing embrace. It is going to try and wrap around you. Uh, oh, cuddles. It's cuddles, yeah. As this human skin begins to try and wrap around you, could you please make me a strength save, Theodore? Can do. Is this wet human skin or dried human skin? Okay. Dry. So more like a leather, like a cured. Oh, 17 is beautiful. Yeah, as this thing tries to wrap around you, you're not having this. You're not having any of this. This this thing is gross. You don't want this touching you, you don't want it wrapping around you. And for a moment, you're kind of overcome a little bit by the fear of this thing and your horror at it as well. I've just put a picture in chat so you can see why you had to roll a sanity check for it. (laughs) (laughs) This is why you had to roll sanity. Um yeah, you're not a fan of this. In your bear form, you just begin bucking and weaving, throwing this off. Tithla clings on for dear life as you begin throwing your, yourself around to throw this thing off. You are successful. It is not able to wrap itself around you. Oh, that's um, just the skin. It's just the skin of a person, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's so bad. It's like <laughs> upsetting. Good. Good. <laughs> I, this is Curse of Strahd, guys. I want you to be upset by this. Um I will. I just realised the boneless didn't get its own. For some reason, it's not showing up in initiative. Is it showing up in initiative now? Can you see it now? I yes. can see a yeah. six. Perfect. Okay, cool. I'll just oh, make sure we read so There you go. There you go. Um, alrighty. On the first round of combat, no surprises. Grinner, you see this thing through the gap between where Theodore and Tithlar emerge and try and wrap itself around Theodore. Theodore throwing it off, still in his bear form, but this thing looks horrific. Yeah, it does. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, you still got your broken bottle. Did you want to throw that like a javelin? <laughs> I. Yeah. Uh, Fedor, can you duck, please, mate? That's a bit fucked, isn't it? 
<laughs> you can see uh, underneath yeah. the outer layer is this like leathery human skin, but the the inner layer, the inside of it is this subcutaneous fat layer. There's white fatty deposits, veins running across the surface of this thing. It is Gross. horrific. Um, so I'll, I'll change the bucket over to my left hand, yep. hold the rope in the left hand and just... Um, do a bottle yeet, I guess. <laughs> yeah, so just do it like a thrown, thrown simple weapon, I believe, is in your... Thrown simple weapon. Let's have a sticky beak. Yes, it is. Thrown improvised weapon, is it? Yeah. Any rate? Almost like I went through and created improvised weapons for all the different options that you might have. 22! Oh my god. This thing had a little <laughs> nice. plus to its AC because it is partial cover around a corner and a big bear in the way. But you... This... There's unerring accuracy here. This is not the first bottle you've thrown in a bar fight. You've thrown no, many, no. many bottles. You've, you've had a lot of experience with this. You just yeet this bottle. As it flies through the gap between the Bayornling's legs, between Theodore's legs, it strikes into this creature. And the glass severs parts of it. I'm going to change it from piercing to slashing because it kind of makes sense for a glass bottle that's thrown to become slashing mm. damage. Um, as it slices through, it actually cuts off one of the arms of, these, of this creature. Uh, as you do six piercing damage or six slashing damage in this case that is nice now out of curiosity Owen yeah um, that bottle's already damaged and broken would the impact of hitting human skin shatter it completely or would it uh, actually buffer it a little bit uh, yeah, because the yeah. human skin is going to act almost like a, a parachute material to strike yeah. into because it's partially animated but it's not like a hard surface it's not taut it's um, partially elastic as this bottle spears in and slashes, slashes through it doesn't break Okay. Uh, it's not like striking a hard surface. Cool. Does it then like illuminate from the inside? Because the bottle had yeah. light. Oh, it still has light. light yeah. is pouring out the eyes. <laughs> this, oh, I don't this, like, like that. Is it more or less scary? <laughs> it's way more scary. This like red light shines from inside its body as the bottle sort of drops down into the inner folds of its skin somewhere in the in the muscle layer around oh. the stomach. This glow begins shining from inside. You can see these hollow eye sockets glowing with this golden light. This open mouth agape, lips partially <laughs> torn, severing a gap between the nose. This light shining out as it goes... Oh, oh. And so around. Um, <laughs> oh, that is amazing. Um, I'm gonna try and move uh, away. Up. I know these guys are all in the way, um, but how close can I get? That's kind of the best I you can. can yeah, absolutely. And, and Grinner, as you move up to there, um, you look into the room just towards the south. You can see there's another one oh, of these things. Oh, shit. <sighs> okay. <laughs> As, as you rush up, Grinner, this creature begins... Because you can see it was actually making its way for Jonor. The hand had just started to flap oh, around the corner to go for Jonor's oh, leg. Lucky. And as you rush up and move into position, this thing turns its sightless eyes up towards you. Go, oh, as it sees you. Hello, sweetheart. This one does look to be female. Uh, anything else on your turn, Grinner? Um, I just yell out, another one, lads. And Perfect. Tifla, sorry, love. That's all right, Grinner. I'm terrified. <laughs> <laughs> um... Theodore, <laughs> what would you like to do? I just got like rear off my back legs and slap a paw down on his face. Yep, absolutely. Oh, 10, and, and you also have disadvantage on this too because yeah. you're currently frightened of this creature. So don't don't worry about rolling again because yeah. it doesn't, doesn't change anything. As you go to strike down, you, you just push this thing onto the ground and then it begins flapping up around your feet, moving oh. with this strange like <laughs> movement as you realize you haven't actually done anything to it. You've just knocked it down. And then it is... <laughs> As it comes up around you. Try to bite him. Nat 20. 
Disadvantage, yeah, unfortunately. Oh, no, oh, one! No. Oh, no. <laughs> no. That would have been, nice. that would have been amazing. Nice. As you go to bite this thing, you like clamp down and for a moment you think you've got it. And then this thing just wraps itself around your snout and you're like, oh, shit, 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 as it begins like moving about you. Um, oh. Yeah, that's not great. <laughs> uh, I then proceed to try and leg it with Tithra on my back. Okay, you, yeah, so, so you will have to make a disengage um, yep. unless you're going to take attack of opportunities, which you, I don't think you can make a disengage. Well, so. I've already, yeah, I've already acted. Yeah, I mean, so attack I'm, opportunity. I'm being spooked, so. This thing's going to try and, um, it's really going to try and lock you down if it can. Oh, don't worry, natural one. Even even though you had a natural one and it has a bonus, I still rolled a natural one, so you Ooh. both cancel each other out. <laughs> this thing goes to strike at you. You just nope on out of there. Uh, where would you where like to move go? to? Um, I'll probably go... Yeah, just uh, I'll move back to here, so Tithla's a bit out of, out of harm's Perfect. way. Perfect. Tithla moves with you. Theodore, as you run past this open doorway here... No. <laughs> you can see there's another, another one. one? Yeah. I go, <laughs> 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 Sorry, uh, what, was that? what was that noise again? <laughs> Perfect, and that's being clipped, and that'll be a TikTok now. Uh, <laughs> oh, you're fishing. The Boneless. <laughs> Boneless aren't a fan of that. Uh, this boneless is going to move, begin moving towards Grinner. This boneless oh. goes for Grinner as well. Could you turn the fuck all off? Of them or just the first one? And they're all moving on the same. No, initiative. no, but I, am I scared of just the first? Just one? the first one. Actually, and you need to roll me a wisdom save to see if you're over your fear. I'll roll for Tithla too. Thank you for reminding me. Wisdom saving through. Tithla is over her fear. Just. Mine should be coming through any second now. 11. Oh, oh, it's, oh no. it's a fail, just a fail. Oh. <laughs> You're still just afraid just afraid of the first one. This the okay. one that tried to wrap itself around you, not all of them. Um, Grinner, there's going to be two going for you, buddy. I'm sorry about that. Um, two. It's going to make two. Actually, one of these is going to go for Jonah. It can hit Jonah around the corner. So the first one, Grinner. Oh, no, I've rolled really well, buddy. I'm so sorry. Does a 20 hit you, Grinner? Just. Yeah. yeah, that'll be four <laughs> bludgeoning damage. Oh, that's all right. Uh, does a 19 hit you, Grinner? Uh-huh. It's going to be four bludgeoning damage. Okay. <laughs> uh, Jonor, <laughs> does a natural 20 for 25 oh, hit you? Fuck. Oh, Nah, bro, I got that down packed. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be seven damage. Um, and Jonor, does a 16 hit you? Um, it does. It's going to be four bludgeoning damage. Both of you, I need you to make strength saving throws as both of you are affected by two slam attacks oh. in a row. Uh, I need strength saving throws from both of you as they both go to try and wrap you up. This next one is going to go for Theodore. Um, I'll do the attacks against Theodore as well in the meantime. Uh, alrighty. Uh, oh. Jonor, 19. Natural natural 20 for nice. a total of 19. Wow, that's you, really, you were just noping. This, this creature is... You don't want to be anywhere near this. Uh, as chat say, bad touch. Bad touch! <laughs> <laughs> this thing tries to wrap around you. Thank you, chat. I like that a lot. Um, as this thing tries to wrap around you, you're just like, oh, no, no, no. And you kick it off and push it back. Uh, Grinner, did you roll me a strength check? A strength no, saving I didn't. Throw? Sorry. Could you please roll me a strength saving throw? I can do it. Um, nice. 19. Yeah, you're exactly the same. You just kick this thing off as it tries to wrap around you. Theodore, does a 14 hit you? Uh, oh, does it hit my... Uh, yeah, I think it, hits, it does. Yeah. Yes, it does, unfortunately. Uh, that's going to be three bludgeoning damage. Sure thing. Um, and does a 
Uh, oh, a 12 doesn't hit you. Your armor class no. is 13. No, so the second a... hit doesn't hit. I finally does, lost an attack. Does not hit. As the <laughs> as the second strike of this, as they rear up and begin just slapping you with their empty flesh, the empty skin, just whacking across you. Don't um, like that. Yeah, don't like that at all. <laughs> I have to say, I, I, in full honesty, <laughs> when I when I incorporated the boneless in, because these these are a cre- this is a creature from Van Richten's Guide to Ravenloft. After looking at the artwork and then incorporating them into this, I actually had a nightmare about them that night. <laughs> Things are horrifying. I don't. I don't dream very often, uh, and I don't. I don't have nightmares very often because I, I often. I, I. I become aware that I'm dreaming quite quickly most of the time when I do dream. Uh, th- no, this one just fucked me up. <laughs> this is terrifying. Oh, it's bad. Um, but yeah, the, as this thing tries to whip at you, Theodore, the second attack misses and, and it can't get a grip on you, Luther. You're up next. Luther's the only one currently not in danger of these things right now. No. <laughs> I had, I, something moving in the room so immediately made me start like getting sus. Yeah. So um, Luther, gonna, your cloak begins out. flapping and as it wraps it no no. no I'm kidding. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so nothing nothing came out of these two? No. Yeah. Yet. That's, that's, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you guys are starting to learn me too well. Cross, cross it. Um I'm gonna take this dude because he's already been damaged. So the one that's uh, currently engaged with Grinner, the first one that attacked. They're yeah, all engaged with fucking Grinner. <laughs> <laughs> they are, actually. Yeah. They are, actually. I'm going to move here because I might get a yeah. better look in on that one from my current yeah. angle. Luther, as you move in, this thing is... It, you've seen some fucked up shit. This bile <laughs> rises in the back of your throat as you see this. This is a monstrosity. Whatever <laughs> these things are, the, these are unnatural. Cool, so I'm gonna to roll to projectile vomit on it. Away. <laughs> roll for acid damage. Twenty-two! That's a that's a hard projectile vomit hit. No, it's just your heavy crossbow. Five, yeah, as you, five damage. I rolled a two, unfortunately. In the as you just lower the crossbow and fire, this bolt shoots past Grinner's ear. Grinner, you feel the, the wind come off this thing as it flies through, and you turn to see the crossbow bolt pierce right through this this thing's open, gaping mouth and go out the back of its head, tearing a hole. You can now see the light through the other side of this creature's head and mouth as it tears it open. Uh, that is going to be five piercing damage. Very nice. Anything else on your turn, Luther? Um, so with the loading the loading thing, like I can use an attack action, but I can't do multi-attacks with crossbows until I get like the loading, like something to, to deal with the loading. Yeah, so loading... Um, do, 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 do. Crossbows are always ready to fire once per action. Yeah. Reloading takes place immediately before firing as a free interact action, similar to drawing a sword. So you can still retain bonus yep. action and movements. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I think it's when you get multi-attack, I think that's yeah. when it starts getting a bit fiddly. Um, you can only fire one piece of ammunition surge. from it and use an action, bonus action, or reaction to fire it, regardless of the number of attacks you normally take. But action surge is a separate action, so therefore it yes. is a separate attack. So yes. So so, so, so you get one one attack per action can be a crossbow shot, but if you have yep. two actions, that's different. Yep. Cool. I'm gonna action surge because yes, Rune has taken some damage, and yes. I'm thinking that like a short rest badness. might be yeah, a short rest might be due soon. Um, so I'm gonna use my action surge to take another shot at it. Luther, you just you immediately 13. moving moving very quickly. You load a new bolt in, pull it back, aim, and fire again straight away. Thirteen is enough to hit. As the Thank bolt God. flies through, <laughs> how do you want to do this? 
Oh, uh, <laughs> the oh. bolt, the, the 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 dart's gonna like the bolt's gonna pierce through like to the top of its head, and then like pin it up against the wall in the back, almost like. Oh, amazing! Yeah. Like a coat yeah. rack. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna say for, for flavor, you actually drop to one knee and fire low aiming up, and as you pin the creature up on the wall, it begins dropping down through the arrow, tearing in half as it does so, with this ripping sound of fabric as the two pieces flutter to the floor uselessly and cease to move. Cool. It's pretty brutal. Uh, Luther, that is the end of your turn, I believe, unless you want to take I'll some just movement. Move up here. Yeah, just move out of the way. As you move oh, next to the well, Luther. Mm, as you move next to the... No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Tithler. Um, Tithler. Excuse me, Lumi. Um, Tithler is... Tithler barks. She's not happy about any of this. Uh, as, she, as she pulls out her longbow, uh, she's going to fire at the one near you, Theodore. Because on your back, technically, she's not within five feet because you're a large creature at this point. So technically, she's not got the disadvantage to attack at close range because she's on your back and uh, she, uh, do you know she, she just she just jump off the back and then fire over the top of you to, to avoid getting disadvantage. So that's fine. So she just she just drops off your back and fires the crossbow. Uh, Twenty definitely hits. That is going to be four damage at the one right in front of you. Um, Tithla really doesn't like this. Is there anything else she can do? She's probably not going to do. She's going to use Fury of the Small. Once per short rest, she's going to use that to deal an extra two damage. As she fires this bolt into this thing, and the bolt flies through, it severs through part of the shoulder uh, skin and muscle, tearing its limbs off on one side. Has she got any bonus actions that she can do? Mm, she could do Hunter's Mark, but I don't think she would just yet. She's got one spell slot left. She's going to save that for a Q wounds if she needs it. So Tithla doesn't do anything else. Tithla then climbs back on your back, Theodore, and goes, Kill them! Kill them with claws! Uh, <laughs> Jonor, it is your turn. Okay, has this creature reached out? Is it beyond the entrance into this room, beyond the doorway? So the one towards the south, it technically is within range to attack you, but you have a plus, you have a bonus to AC because you are I'm around the slight corner. I'm more thinking if I create an illusion of a barrier in that doorway there because it's oh. already reached out and tried to grab me then yeah. it's probably gonna go it's it, yeah it's it has and it's also hit grinner so it has also reached out it's hit you as well yeah. actually yeah 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 uh, also has. i will add journal this thing doesn't have eyes it's just got these gaping empty eye sockets where the skin is <laughs> there's no actual eyes you That's don't know how this thing really sees yep um he is going to freeze again after being touched by that slimy bloody thing um and he's with the armor touching him he's getting the fireball he's just gonna like whack it so just cast fireball on the thing next to it okay ball so so fortunately jonah oh. because because you're within range of this thing within melee range I believe you make this range spell attack with disadvantage unless you want to move back and risk an opportunity attack to do this natural 20. Oh, um, he's not going to risk getting getting hit. Okay. Um, so I'll get you to roll again advantage. then because it is a range spell attack. Uh, that's a real shame because that yeah. natural 20, is, that would have been amazing. Yeah, let's, let's just do that one again. 24, still amazing. Yep. <laughs> And yeah, fire, fire damage. This thing does not like being set on fire. Uh, as you blast it with this firebolt, uh, could you roll me an additional d4, please? Ooh, absolutely. Yep, Dry, dried human skin uh, turns out to be a little bit flammable. As your firebolt burns through into it, you see this section of embers and smoldering 
acrid burnt flesh begin to open up in the center of its chest as it sort of moves back, trying to get away from this fire. That was very loud for people with headphones. It's I'm like someone, sorry. someone like whacking away like an insect or some creature on him. He's like, oh, oh, oh. he's like patting it the fire off him. Yeah, nice. Fire. Anything else in your turn, Journal? Uh, that's it. He stands there. <laughs> Rinna, the one in front of you is a little bit on fire and looks like it's not having a good time. All right, good thing I've got a bucket of water. Um, <laughs> yeah, let me few, help you, good sir. <laughs> few points of order. Yes. Um, how long is the rope attached to my bucket flail? Uh, it's about two feet. Right, okay, so quite short. That's a very short drop into the well. Oh, sorry, when you said you were taking it off, I assumed you were taking the bucket off the off the well, as in, like, the bit that it's attached, because it's it's got a safety line keeping it in place, and then the longer line that's wrapped up. I didn't realize you did. You want to like unspool oh, yeah. the whole length of rope? Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. Well, then in that case, it's about a six foot length of rope, eight foot cool. length of rope. Right. Um. Well, I uh, also need to know the height of the roof. Uh, the roof in this room <laughs> is. What is the uh, ambient temperature? <laughs> the roof in this room is twelve feet. Sick. Um, and because the well's in between squares, how far is the well from the one in front of me? Uh, 5, 10, 15. 15. All right. Um, 15 <laughs> feet. Okay, that's... Maybe, maybe let's say, like, because it's kind of partly well, in, the edge of the well is kind of partly in that square, maybe, let's say, 13 feet to be really, really pedantic about distances. All right, pedantic. And um, my last question is, yeah. how heavy is uh, desiccated human skin? Uh, you would know, Grinner. No, you wouldn't know this. Um, looking, <laughs> looking at these things, seeing an arrow was enough to pin it to the back wall. You get the sense that there's not a lot of weight to these things. There's a lot of strength, but there's not a lot of mass. Cool. If that makes right. sense. Uh, I'm going to let out enough slack so my bucket's just like an inch off the floor. Yep. And using centrifugal force to keep the water in, I start spinning it around and smack it straight on the top of the head with the bucket. Fantastic. You can make me an attack with a... Um, martial improvised weapon uh, as this is taking the place of a flail <laughs> essentially or a more a, technically a morning star isn't it if it no flail if no, morning, it's on, morning stars yeah, on the pole oh, the flails no. on the oh no eight as you, as you spin it grinner the bottom of the bucket as you get around the fourth rotation the bottom drops out and the water just shoots up at the ceiling and the water the, the water just falls out of the thing it's still heavy it's a banded iron bucket it's it's wood banded with iron but the water that you were keeping in just goes up on the ceiling and then splashes down on top of you Ah, oh, piss. Ah, oh, f- fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that sums it up. Um, uh, it seems like I'd, a weird time for a bath, Grinner. Yeah, fuck off, Tiffler. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to um, leave. I go away. I'm going over here. Okay, as, 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 you, as you move away, it is going to slam you I, I know, um, that's with right. its leathery skin. 12. I don't think 12 hits you, does it? Uh, no, it does not. No, as it <laughs> tries to <laughs> whip you, you just back away. You just like, nope, 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 uh, nope. And to be fair, the other one would as well. Uh, I would Thank assume. you. Yes, it would. Thank you very much. Uh, oh, Grinner, that's a natural 20. Uh, that, that misses. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't, though. <laughs> that's going <laughs> it to could, be... Though. It could. That's going to be plus an extra D4. So it's, sorry, plus a 4 because it is a D4. Oh. Oh, that's 11 damage, Grinner. <laughs> Eleven damage. All right, sweet. I'm all good. That's fine. That's something I can do. Um, I did. I didn't like that. Uh, I'm gonna stay where I am, over near the well now. Yep. 
Um, <laughs> Theodore, you know this creature now doesn't have an opportunity attack. <laughs> However, it is also uh, right in front of you. Well, I just, yeah, yeah. Uh, go, go for a huge chunk out of it with my jaws. Yep. Uh, as a starting point. You're going to bear down on it. Uh, 20, 20, that is five. Uh, it says piercing damage. Yeah, piercing yeah, damage. The jaws, yeah. Bear. Yep, five piercing damage. And then uh, what is the speed velocity of an unladen swallow? <laughs> what <laughs> is your favorite color? What is your quest to seek the Holy Grail? What is the speed velocity of an unladen swallow? African or European? I don't know that. <laughs> I don't know that. <laughs> um, would you like to roll me your claws, please, Theodore? I know we got distracted with that. Sorry, us. <laughs> no, Twenty-five. Wait for Monty Python. Always. Theodore, how do you want to do this? Smash it straight into the, to, to the to the wall. As like as your second, it, just little tatters fall down around it. Yeah, as as you strike with your claws, this thing flies back into the wall and just shatters on impact. Sections of frayed fabric falling around like uh, very disgusting uh, <laughs> like confetti as it drops down from the wall around you. Uh, Jonah, a little bit of it drops down at your feet, and you can see it drifting through the air near to where you're breathing. You just <laughs> sort of like cover your mouth a bit, <laughs> breathe in. <sighs> Um, anything else in your turn, Theodore? You can you yeah. can use your movement. I'll, I'll, I'll run right down there and and, and put myself between the oh, corpsey boy and Jonah. He's a brave bear. Um, it is the boneless turn. There's only one bonus left. It is going to use its turn to try and kill the bear. Uh, not being very intelligent. Does a I'm guessing a twenty hits you, Theodore? No, sorry. I so yeah. that's four damage because you've got an armor class of 13. <laughs> and I'm guessing a 13 hits you because we just discussed your armor class is 13. Uh, so that's going to be five yeah. bludgeoning damage. Nine it is. Uh, cool. No How are you looking? You've taken a I few hits now. Still have more temp HP than regular me has max HP. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, that's the boneless's full turn. It doesn't make any efforts to move away. Uh, Luther, you're up next. Okay. I'm going to move in here. Uh, oh, do I get grabbed or anything from getting hit by two attacks? Uh, thank you, yes. You need to make me two oh, strength saving right. throws. Thank you very much. Yes, you two, do. Two strength saving throws, is it? Oh, just one. Sorry, sorry. Why did I say two? Yeah, so you took two, two slam attacks. I just need to make a strength saving throw. Oh, no. Oh, my God. It wraps itself around you and begins squeezing. Um, at the start of each of the boneless's turns... Uh, no, so nothing happens right away, but you are blinded. As this thing wraps around your face, you are blinded and unable to breathe. All you can breathe is this, like, disgusting oh, human that. skin Ooh. pressed up against your face. Right. Um, you can... Yeah, a creature... I, I, will, I will display this so that you can see the full effects of it, because I think you do need to know that. Um, does that come through? No. I display this, please. Uh, that's right, I'll just copy and paste it. I think you, you do need to know the mechanics of how this works. I'm just pasting it in chat right now. Um, there you go. So you guys can use an action to detach this thing using a strength check to to throw it off, or you can make an attach, uh, make it make an attack against it. However, there is a chance if you roll low enough that it might pierce through into the creature it is currently holding onto. Uh, Luther, mm. what would you like to do? Okay, so if I was to try and attack or shoot this thing, how would that work? Uh, don't roll a one. Okay, because oh, it probably hit. Theodore. Theodore. Uh, Tithler, who's on your back, Theodore, begins trying to like pull this thing off you as it wraps around your face. Um, gets tangled in your antlers. Strength <laughs> is not my strong suit. Just make an attack, man. You'll be fine. Yeah, I'm going to do it. Just I apologize if I hit you uh, with the crossbow bolt. Don't roll a one. Don't roll a one. 
Well, we have a wizard. We'll be dodging fireballs later on. You won't be the most. It's okay. Uh, just uh, just sit there for a sec. Stay still, and I'm sort of like. <laughs> Theodore, this is muffled to your ears as this thing is wrapped around you. All you can hear is. <laughs> Twelve to hit. Twelve hits. Uh, Thirteen piercing really? damage. Oh fuck 13? me! How do you how do you want to do this? How do you want to do this? <laughs> um, That's it. It's their their armor class is twelve. They have a, an armor class of twelve. That is exactly enough HP to take this thing wow. out. That's exactly Sweet. lethal. Um, okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I, so was, I was setting this up as being of... a really tense moment, but it doesn't matter. You just <laughs> just one shot this thing from a distance. I feel like I feel like my bolt will sort of come through, hit it in a certain point, and then just sort of tear similar to what I did before, it just tear sort of it will sort of tear off. Yeah. The and then like sort of then slam into the wall again. And it's because it's sort of intertwined. It probably be almost like torn to ribbons as like the force comes through, carries it. But then some of its limbs probably still are hanging on to Theodore. I've yeah, just taken so the main brunt of it off and opened Tithler, their ways again. Tithler actually, pull, she's trying to pull a section of it up. She exposes part of the central back section where the ridges of the spine would be if it had a skeleton. And you take this opportunity to fire the arrow out. As Tithler pulls this up to try and tear it off, it catches that section and rips part of the creature off Theodore, tearing it in half. The bits that are left on you, Theodore, you quickly pull off with your with your paws, tear off with your hands, and Tiffler doing the same as she, as she tears this creature off you. Uh, you are all out of initiative as you tear the last of this creature off. Tiffler sort of looks down and goes, Oh my god, that was really disgusting. <laughs> Did not like that. I'm going to sit on the floor and light another cigarette and just kind of put my back up against the well wincing. I, I look pretty fucked up. <laughs> like, I've um, got blood coming out of my nose, my mouth. I'm spitting it on the ground so I can have a puff on my dart. My I'd probably, um, I'd put my crossbow away and I'd probably gesture to Tiffler. Hey, hey Tiffler, you're always going on about like how you're a medical whiz. Could you uh, help Grinner out a little bit with some of these wounds? I'm fine. Oh, Don't fucking worry about I, it. No, I mean, I, I could, fuck. I could give him, I could give him a hand, but then I wouldn't have any spells left for later. If we it's alright, you don't need to cast anything. Maybe just uh, do some. Oh, using my medicine, like... my medicine genius. No, yeah. no look, look. It's just so nothing gets just, infected or something like that. It's just a fucking. It's all right. Don't worry about it. I... Look, it puts the lotion on the skin, or it gets the hose again, Grinner. <laughs> you know how this goes. I'd, I'd trot over there and just slap a bear paw into him and, and hold put, him down. Put, put, a, put a cure wound straight into him. <laughs> <laughs> now, answer me this, Theodore. Does that spell have a verbal component? Um, oh, shit. Oh, roll, roll, roll. I, I, I can still talk. <laughs> can you? Yeah. I think the verbal's... Uh, uh, like, oh, more, more, I don't think it's, you... It's verbal or semantic, actually. I don't think you can cast anything. I think you it might. I can't. I'm pretty sure. I, I look like I, I can cast while in wild wild shape. I think because what you can do is I think you can cast like concentration spells, then go into the wild shape and maintain the concentration. But I don't think you can yeah. actually. Yeah. Cast so you, spells. That's like an 18th feet level feature. For yeah. Things. So you, oh, really? you, like, I misinterpreted that. Yeah. So you, so you can't cast spells requiring a material component or a verbal component, and. The semantic component is tricky unless you've got digitigrader. <laughs> it's because well, bears have thumbs, I think. Yeah, good thumbs. Yeah, yeah, bears do. Okay, so so yeah, um, it's verbal or semantic for cure wounds. Yeah, so you can't use a focus of any kind while in wild shape, even if the animal you morph into has hands. Um, 
Yeah, it doesn't it, you definitely can't cast spells in as as a bear beginning at eighteenth level. You then can cast. Oh, okay, I, I, right. I, I was just interpreting the, the the concentrating on spells, then going into wild shape. Okay. Yeah. So you can you, you can, can do so, that then. so what you can yeah. do is you can do what I which the very first character I ever did, which was moonbeam bear, where you drop a moonbeam <laughs> turn into a bear, and you can move the moonbeam around. Okay. No, okay. Moon, moon. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, I'll, I'll probably pop out of bear and then do that anyway. Okay, he just watches the transformation back. Like, does it? Do you like merge back into yourself? Is it kind of like the animorphs thing? Yeah, where you... the, I was about, just about to say it's the, it's the animorphs cover. <laughs> Fucking love animorphs. If you don't know what animorphs, animorphs is, you have a ruined childhood, and I, and I fear <laughs> for you. You need to go and find. You need to go back and be a child again and read animorphs because that's it. It's Can a fundamental part. That, Owen? Can I do artwork for Theodore halfway between? Yeah, animorphs uh, uh, Theodore. <laughs> oh, I, I'm going to do it exactly like the covers where I just take the pictures of both and badly yeah, photoshop them in between. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I thought for a second you wanted me to do a good job and I was like, oh, no, I've never done no, like no, a no. hybrid transformation before. No, you don't yeah, no, that's... I think I think that is more than fine. Oh, there you go. There's a, there's a eight health coming at you, Grinner. Um, Tithler oh, also fine. takes All a bit right. of a look over and binds your wounds, Grinner, uh, as well, wrapping bandages around and cutting Thank off most you. of the bleeding, treating some of the bruising. It's... You don't have to. Uh, thank you. Really, it's all right. How are um? How are you all feeling? I didn't get hurt once. Then I was too too quick. <clears throat> um, <laughs> I'm not too bad. I, I took a bit of a hit, but I'm not, I'm not too bad overall. Uh, as I'm collecting some of my darts. Uh, oh, and how many darts do I recover? I fired three. Uh, I uh, look. Here's how I'm gonna. Here's how I'm gonna do this. You know that I don't like keeping track of ammunition as a DM. Oh, okay. <laughs> because I'm lazy. <laughs> Here, I just. Do you know what? I'm gonna say that the gift that was given to you, this crossbow, it has a magical property. It summons the ammunition into it when it's. Okay. Just, just right. because, he, he, look, D and D is about having fun. Unless you really enjoy the process of keeping micro track of your arrows and picking them up at the end of the session, which if you do, I will I will keep track of them. I will help you keep track of them. If you don't enjoy that, I'm happy to just say... I, legless arrows. I'm happy for, <laughs> for whatever you deem. Okay. So I'm, we'll I, can't, I can't personally be fucked dealing with that sort of level of micromanagement. <laughs> cool. <laughs> and I don't in any of my games. <laughs> I'm when you ask, I'm like... The fuck do you mean? How many darts do you pick up? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here, nerd! If you want to count, go be an accountant. Uh, no, so you, you you recover all your bolts, no problems. Um, like unless unless you fire it into like a fire elemental or into lava or it goes somewhere that it can't be recovered, I, I, and I'll let you know if if you, if you ever can't recover it, I'll let you know. But otherwise, let's just assume at the end of each combat well, you just recover your bolts. If if they just appear anyway, in my quiver. Like when I'm not, I won't do that just yet because crossbow. I've had an idea about. I've actually got something. I, as I said, I said that you out loud, actually I want me to track my crossbow bolts now. Don't, no, don't worry about it. I'll just tell you if you lose one. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. Because so that's right. much easier. Because then you don't have to. So we'll just assume you automatically collect them. And if you fire it into like a fire elemental or into lava, then I'll be like, well, that one's that one's gone. But the others are fine. It's alright. It's only until I get my guns anyway. And that's yeah, exactly right. Um, yeah, well, I didn't take any is... damage. Too quick. Oh, Jono, yes, sir. Yeah, he starts, um, he just lights up his hands and just like sinks it on himself straight away. Um, he's just like, ah, it's a big bruise from the, the skin thing that whacked him. He's standing there like, <laughs> doing a Peter Griffin. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first big hit he's ever taken. Tithler, <laughs> Tithler walks over Jonor. How hurt are you just out of interest? Um, more than, uh, more than half my health. Okay, Tithler walks over and goes, 
Oh, that looks like a pretty nasty bruise, Jonal. I was going to call you a little bitch, but actually that looks pretty nasty. Do you want me to, do you want me to fix you up? Uh, his healing hands did do a bit, a bit of good for him. Um, um, I, I can look after myself and he just like cast it on himself and sprices up, sprightens up a little bit. Ah, oh, I, w- I mean, it's good that you can touch yourself. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, I don't, I don't, um, touch myself in, uh, in front of people, uh, and he, just awkwardly. I was talking about like, your spellcasting. What are you talking about? <clears throat> he goes red. I, I hope I've captured. I think what we need Jacob to address the, uh, <laughs> the the moaning, mate. I think we might need to address that. <laughs> <laughs> I just had a really hard time here. It's uh, no, no. He then tries to stand up. Stall. He's like, no, I'm going. I'm going fine. I'm doing fine. Yeah, yeah. I'm this is your uh, second combat now. Look at you. You're pretty much like a veteran, uh, Jonor now. Oh. Thank you. He, he's a little bit inspired hearing, you know. I give him a, I give him a pat as well, like on the on the shoulder as I say that. He stands up straight. To together. Look over a grinner, and he's still just pissing out blood. <laughs> <laughs> but he's just smoking that cigarette. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't give a shit. He's all good. <laughs> um, should we search this room? I found this really fancy brush. Tifa holds up the, the yeah. hairbrush that she yeah, found. Yeah, no, I reckon we uh, start looking through some of these. Uh, looks like there's a chest here, so I'm gonna walk. I want to do that a little bit carefully, though, right? It's not yeah, a repeat. I definitely, we'll check it first. Don't want any poison darts hitting me. I, uh, poison darts? I Is that something that happens most of the time? Well, that's. Well, I assume that it was a poison dart in that uh, upstairs uh, room. Remember that where we found the the, the skeleton sort of. Oh, I didn't know it was poisoned. I just saw that it had been killed. I just assumed. When I got the deed to my my house. Yeah, so we got the deed to your house. Lovely house you got here, Theridor. It's, uh... I think you should have got buyer's insurance. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Alrighty, so Luther's checking out the chest down towards the south. Luther, as you Mm -hmm. open up the chest, um, you find inside... um, uh, Oh, ah... this black pudding launch no. Um, as you as you reach inside, <laughs> you can see a uh, long sword. Um, actually, no. Let's Ooh. say it's a short sword because I know you're looking for a short sword. So let's make it a short sword. Ooh. So you see inside the chest a yeah. short sword, beautifully made. And more importantly, as you pull it out and begin looking over the blade, this has been silvered, not completely coated, Ooh. but the actual cutting edge has been coated in a layer of silver that is worked through, almost giving it a appearance of Damascus steel. These like veins of silver running oh, through sick. the blade itself. Thank you. Um, <laughs> you can add a silvered short sword to your inventory. Uh, it is worth roughly, if you are interested, about 110 gold pieces. Oh, I sort of- Chuck it in chat sort of, for uh, you. Okay. Yep, sweet. You go, I sort of bring it out, do some quick sort of like strokes with it. You know, this is a- uh, oh, Perfectly well balanced. Weighted, um, yeah. <laughs> Feels good actually. That's fucking fancy, mate. What was that just in there? Yeah, it was, it was in the chest here. Um, I may, as well, may as well start sort of looking through all these rooms. They might have some more nice treasure. Yeah. Um, I'm going to start casting, ritual casting, detect magic. You guys um, just have a little bit of a look. I uh, want to have a bit of awareness of things coming up next time. Um, the magic. Don't like being surprised. That's a good idea. Um, can I, Owen, just have a quick little sticky beak? The well itself, how crumbly is it and how large are the stones? Uh, not super crumbly. The stones are roughly about 30 centimetres diameter, so fairly large. Like, you can hold them in a hand, okay. um, 
because you've got quite you're quite strong, but two hands is much more comfortable to hold. So roughly about the size of a head, thirty centimeters. Cool. Yeah. I might just spend that ten minutes with the crowbar that Luther gave me, just prying one loose. Oh, it doesn't, yeah. T- 10 minutes is a, a very sufficient, almost excessive amount of time. As <laughs> you just... <laughs> and then stand there holding it for nine more minutes. Uh. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think this baby. is a good size. <laughs> yeah. Uh, y- if you wanted to also go and check one of the rooms, you're more than welcome to. Um, Theodore, you wandered into the room towards the left. As you walk in, the chest actually appears to be locked. You try and open it. Can I... um, would you do you need some assistance there? I can give you a hand and open it for you if you like, and you can check the contents. Yeah, cheers, <laughs> please. <laughs> Cup us have do. a slider hand check. Cool, cool. And I have thief souls. Thirteen. Thirteen is more than sufficient. As you and unlock the the padlock on it and open up the chest, Theodore, you peer inside and you can see deep inside the chest there is a what looks to be a, a strip of, of black um, cloth. And as you pull it out, you see it's actually a, a, an eye patch meant to go around the head and cover the eye. But it could also be worn as a headband too. The, the material itself is actually quite well made. And you can see that the um, outside of it has been braided with silver wire or silver thread all around the outside. Or you, you can call it a silver, a silver, silver braided headband. And in the very center is a carnelian, a, a red gem. Uh, sitting in the very centre of it. Carnelians are red, aren't they? Gosh, sure. I don't know. Garnet. They are now. They are now. Let's have a look. Carnelian. Yes, they are. Oh, my God. My photographic they memory of nice. uh, gemstones. Yeah, they're like an orangey red fire colour. Uh, sits right in the very centre of it. Nice. Do I notice anything magic about it? Uh, as you look at it, I mean, it's not glowing. It's not sparkling. Um, there's no voice speaking to you. So off the top of your head, no. But would you like to make me an arcana check to see if you... I would indeed like that. I suspect you might. 16. You don't get the sense this is magical. There's no runes, no markings woven into it from a surface glance and investigation. Hard to say. Probably not. Well, Mr. Luther, do you see this very fancy eye patch? That I do there, my friend. Um, It's quite nice. It's quite fancy. Thank you for getting me into this chest. I, um... Yeah, I, I strapped that on. I think it looks Look like at that. that. Just as a headband? No, as an eye patch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, uh, you, you lose do depth you have perception. Any problems? Do you actually have any problems with that? Oh, you just... No, I just think it looks quite dashing. Well, you know what? It does look really <laughs> dashing, but... Um, yeah, no, it looks good. I'm just sort of a bit worried for him, but uh, I, he, he seems really into it, so I don't want to kill his thunder. Um, <laughs> you know from a rough glance at it, Theodore, it's probably worth about 80, 70 gold pieces. I've chucked that in chat, so you can add that to your inventory. Oh, Leather eye patch nice. with a carnelian worth about 80 gold pieces. Um, <laughs> Love there's it. still a room to the north. Uh, let's say Jonah okay. explores that yeah. one when he's finished his Detect Magic and Grinner, you went to the room to the north as well. There's, there's a room each, essentially, is how I've, I've worked. I'll just go up and help them if they need it. Yeah. Grinner, as you move up and look into that room, you can see that in the bottom of the chest is a coin purse that has 11 gold pieces and 60 silver pieces. Lovely, lovely. I'll paste that in chat. I'll try and work out how to pick that up while I'm holding this rock. (laughs) Oh, you can hold it in one hand. You're very strong. It's just a bit awkward. You, like, tuck it up against your body and hold it against your chest and then lean down and pick up the coin pouch. Uh, And Jonor, in the final chest as you open it up, 
uh, you find three moss agates, which I'm guessing are a green colour. Let's have a look, see if I know what colour gemstones are. Yes, they are. Ooh, they're a very pretty colour. For those of you who don't know what moss agate looks like, it's very pretty. It's like a... Um, oh, it's like a tearly turquoise yeah. sort it of almost, like... almost looks like a verdigris green. I really like that. Like the, mm. the, co- the colour copper goes when it oxidises. Um, yeah, so Grinner, you find... Uh, sorry, Jonor, you find three moss agates. Uh, you get having a bit of a look at them i'd say knowing like spell casting components and things like that you know they're worth about mm. a, about, about 10 gold pieces each cute i'll add that to your inventory there you go they're on the chat right now and that's Lovely. what you do find I, do you loot the chest see any shades of magic unfortunately Walking not as you look around with your detect magic eyes your glowing golden eyes jonal there's no sense of magic here in this room at all nothing glows with magic however um, the chanting you can actually see every time the chanting rises almost like heat waves moving out from the corridor towards the for for you guys now towards the southeast the source of the chanting every so often there's these waves of shimmer that move down that give the hint of some powerful magic coming from that direction fuck we might need to do something about that perhaps we do not want to wait for that to get worse can actually um... see the sound Wait, did you say you could see sound? Yeah, I can see the sound. It's like a wave. It sort of comes in and washes in. And... Wow, sounds like I... the time we took those mushrooms, Tithlo. Oh, that's, I think that was a bit different. I think this is actually like a thing he's actually seeing. <clears throat> it's definitely real. I can tell you that right now. We should... It's kind I'll of spooky. Carter, I wish I had some of those mushrooms right now. I felt really happy when we had them. Much more pleasant than... Floating skin corpses. Uh, I, I really feel rather like not that think would give me a those. terrible trip, to be honest. What? Worse than floating skin corpses? She looks. Well, if there. I have to fight floating skin corpses while I'm high, I think I might have a bad fucking time, Tifla. I don't know, Grinny. You kind of move like you're just flailing around. Wouldn't that help? Well, it works. All right, love. It, it's you know, don't knock it if it works. All right. I wasn't knocking now, it. I was. Just, I was saying. I think you should get high and fight more often. Well, all right. I, I've done that once, and you see this scar here. Uh, point like this big gnarly one that kind of gets to my lip and curls it up slightly. That's what happened there. That's we don't we don't do that. You got to be at least a little bit sober for fighting. If you can help it. Okay. I think that's what Jacob right. would say is Tithla. I hate talking as <laughs> I hate talking as PC characters. Um Tithla sort of moves and moves back to the theater. Can I climb on your back again and just ride you? <laughs> I'm in person for um but yeah uh... <laughs> uh, I mean when you're a bear. <laughs> of course, Tithla, you can always ride bear bear to your door on the teddy bear. Uh, it makes me feel better. Um, so shall we Get down there and sort out this chanting before it, I don't know, summons some kind well, of abomination and murders us all. I think, right. if, yeah. Yeah, I think if we go up this way, though, we might look back around where we were. Do we just want to double back real quick? There might be some more treasure over there. I don't know. Look, maybe we look for treasure after we know, do not get attacked by <laughs> some kind of demon. I'm with Fedor on that one, mate. I think time might be of the essence, essence Lufa. Uh, treasure will not just... go anywhere. Unless we can go down some kind of spooky, spooky uh, chanting. I kind of want to get that sorted out first. I can actually see it. It's weird. Yeah, that sounds really fucked, actually, to be <laughs> honest. Oh. Owen, 
Yeah. The the skin. Yeah. <clears throat> Do they look like they could fit the description of either a male dwarf, a mm. female half-elf, a male dragonborn, or a female <sighs> malorn? Would you, would you like to make me an investigation check, please, Letha? Uh, I'm going to use, my, <laughs> I'm gonna oh, use my um, yep. use my monocle as well, and yeah, look at the advantage. Your monocle. Sweet you mean you magnifying, magnifying glass? glass. Do, you, do you wear magnifying your magnifying glass, glass as a monocle? I oh, know. I'm happy for you to like homebrew it. It's a monocle that you put on. Um, well, I wear. The, I have like my glasses. So okay. Maybe one of them might be like might have like a few lenses that I yeah, can yeah that can up. clip over. Yeah. Oh my god. As an aside, I used to love prescribing those to people because <laughs> 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 the calculation for them is really easy. Um, <sighs> Luther twenty two sixteen. Yeah, I mean, two of them are really torn apart. The one that Theodore tore into shreds, it's very hard to tell. As you look over them, some of these look to be very old. Two of them in particular look to be very, very old. But the one towards the south, right near Theodore's feet, the last one that you guys defeated, as you have a bit of a look at, the skin just looks a bit fresher. It doesn't have that grey, rotted kind of tanned texture. It looks a bit... Yeah, it looks a bit more um, pink and fresh. And as you examine it and look over it, yeah, this this could be from a smaller creature. As you look at it, the skin's not quite as large. Possibly it could be from a dwarf or a halfling. And part of the hair is kind of torn off and missing, but it does seem to be a very bright red hair. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> um, I, I sort of like hold back like a lump in my throat. Um, everybody, um, just gather around real quick. Maybe a quick little revelation I just come across. I think this might be a male dwarf cleric, uh, Hjelmek Spirehand. Hjelmek. Sorry, you got a 22, not the 16. Sorry, it's with advantage, isn't it? Yeah, 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 with advantage. As you look over it, you can see tangled up in some of the hair that is there. Uh is a symbol of Torm on a piece of probably silver or platinum. Um, the symbol itself is a, is a silver disc uh, and the symbol upon it that you can see uh, is a gauntleted fist. Damn. Yeah, no, I think this is a, <clears throat> I think this is our uh, male dwarf friend from the Twin Moons, potentially. Probably. I'll, I'll, take, the, I'll take that symbol. Yeah, you can add a amulet of Torm to your inventory. Clearly, he's um, journal save him. <laughs> um, journal at that point looks at the ground, seeing this corpse, looks around, and then just casts mage armor onto himself. <laughs> <laughs> I like that a lot. You watch as this. So yeah, actually, you've never cast mage armor. Do you, what does it look like for you? Because I know I've I previously have had a player in the past describe it as um, light that gathers around them, forming this like weave, and then that slowly fades. And then when they take a hit, it flares up in the shape of armor where they get hit. But yeah, how do, how do you want to do it? I've, 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 I'm curious to hear how you, so, how you describe um, mage armor. Those who have played Halo Three, if you use a bubble shield, it's like a gold thing that pops out. Um, so every time it's going to be like that on his body. So when he takes a hit, it sort of like bursts out a little bit, and like shines. Nice. Um, so it's a constant, constant light glow, and when hit, activates. Okay, that's really cool. Did we? 
Is that the weird? Did we used to play Halo a lot when we were? Yeah, Halo. Halo was on. There was land you were, parties. Like you played competitively, didn't you, for a bit? I did go to one national Australian Halo competition. Yeah. I thought I yeah. remembered that just then. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> lots of lots of fun characters i'm uh, sure there were yeah. lots of fun characters yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's really cool i, I like that description a lot yeah so so it shines once and then what disappears and then whenever you take a hit it becomes visible again yeah yeah uh and so there's like a you know 10 15 percent uh, like uh like what's it called transparency it's like a gold oh, yeah so you can always see this yeah. light shining around you and then when it takes it it flares up and is visible yeah. and then yeah cool yeah I like that a lot. And then like hexagons around you. Oh yeah, he- hexagons okay. as well. Yep. Cool. I, I I can't remember what the bubble shield looks like in Halo, so I I might have Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Oh, that is it. Okay, cool. Nice. All right, amazing. That's really cool. Yeah, you watch as you, as you begin summoning this magic around you. Um, the shimmer goes across and shrinks on. Yeah. Oh, nice. So it's like this full bubble yeah. and then comes. To, that's yeah. really cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just see Jonah do this, protect himself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that might be fair, mate. That's not a bad idea. I turned myself back into a bear. <laughs> um, I'm not getting used yeah. to that. That's fucking Straight disgusting. Into... Yeah, it's almost as creepy as those things sort of coming to life. Sort of... Am I going to have to rename this creature from a bayon to a bielk? No, 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 no. Okay. You, you'll think this is in the campaign. You can't technically like be like, you know, you can't force us to say beer. <laughs> uh, are you sure? Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, we don't. We don't know what it's called. I mean, I okay. do because I'm from the Fae, but I God haven't just sort of yet. parts like the ceiling of the cave and just uh, like it's actually a bit beerling. I'm gonna a, have uh, Strad do it. If you if you say it wrong, Strad's gonna come and correct you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. You impudent peasants! It is pronounced Bayon, and then tears your head off. Uh, no, 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 no. Oh. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um. um <clears throat> So, yeah, I think that is, uh, I think we found one of the, uh, well, remains of the party we came to look for. Well, how many does that leave us in? What we got to find now? Three. Three. All right. At well, least that's... for, uh, at least for the Twin Moons, that's what we came here for, but there was that other adventuring party as well, but the Twin Moons is the one that we've been sent here for. This, uh, this little one doesn't have any, uh, tattoos on it that would... Uh, constitute proven when we get back. Well, I took the uh, I took the amulet that oh, yeah, had, yeah, the yeah, amulet torum. Right. So um, it, it's a pretty unique looking what... item. You think that might be enough to identify yeah, okay. this person? Yeah. Lovely, lovely. All right. Well, no point fucking standing around. We. This is. By all means, yeah. it's uh, let's carry on, and um, just be careful, Granite. Just use that. No, we Don't just make any clanking way, sounds. Don't make any clanking sounds with the crowbar, but just lightly, just press down. Lufa, thank you, mate. I'm so grateful for your insight. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I know you're going to have a deception check where you know he's not telling the truth. <laughs> you would detect the, the careful, subtle hint of sarcasm there. Jonah will then say, oh, yeah, good, good idea. Just- That's smart. <laughs> smart. Here. It's all right, just think uh, safety and such it's whatever like don't worry about the one fall, fall in a pit trap for life freaking care <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I lo- but like, I lo- can we think about this for a second why would there be a pit trap down here like weren't people using these like tunnels like didn't they say they had like guests coming over and stuff why would they have yeah. like a pitfall trap that just seems Look, stupid inside a house like what if the kids like wandered down like a dark evil cult and you know the parents locking their kids up 
Maybe well, they, they lock the kids up so they didn't up. fall in any pit, pit traps. Right, can you lot please shut the fuck up, all right? Like, <laughs> we're trying to be quiet and like, all this nattering in my ear. Oh. Yeah, what he said. <laughs> um, <laughs> further south or um, to the east? Owen, where's that chanting south. from? South. East, uh, east we... I would say at this point, you know, takes you back into the room with the carrying crawler. There's also rooms down towards the southeast, but um, you guys don't seem too interested in any of that. So. Not interested in any of that I'm that in. you've written up. Yep, thank <laughs> you. So far, there are one, will... two, three, four rooms you guys haven't shown any interest in. I will just uh, say, before we get, keep going down, we might yeah. find... There's more rooms over there. We might find remains of the uh, party. It's up well, to you guys at the end I'm... of the day. I'm happy to hold down to fort right here in these stairs if anyone wants to go have a quick little little geese before we keep on going. Just a little in and out, you know, the little little one-two. Little uh, sneaky, so we, could, little we could check it out, but there could be creatures being summoned down there. I can't see it anymore. I've lost my magic deck, but we can always come back. Right. Well, it sounds like they just summoned a cat down there. <laughs> <laughs> Demon cat. Uh, it's party rules, you lot. I'm not the leader. I'm just in the front because I take the fucking hits. What are we doing? Um, just intrinsically, um, like habitually, uh, Jonal then turns to Luther because he's just always those like what to do in the investigations. Uh, Luther, um, what do you think on this one? Is it do we check out the bad guys or? Well, it's a uh, quite a predicament we're in. Like, if we get, we can keep going further down and uh, stop the chanting at its 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 source, um, but then by saying that, I'm not sure. You know, it's really hard to say. I think we go it could go either either way really in this one, because if uh, mm, if we yeah. leave it for too long, maybe some of the uh, evidence that we could have found might have been tampered with. Right. Well, tell forces. you what. That's, I don't know. Tell you what, and I pull out one of the, the silver coins that I just picked up. How about I flip this? Heads, we All go right. down. Uh, the other one, what's that? Tails, I suppose. We go into the rooms. What do you reckon? All right, let's leave All it right. a chance. Tails, it is. Into the rooms, lads. And Tifla, sorry, love. Wait, did you legit flip a coin? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, cool. Did I, I actually heard it on the mic. I was going to say, because I can flip one in roll 20, but you got this. Not Tails. <laughs> Wait, so what right. was Tails again? Do we go look at the rooms? Yeah, that's right. Back into the rooms. Oh, okay. Nice and slow. Well, how, Luther. Oh, yeah. Do you, you lot want me in front or Luther, you got this, mate? I mean, by all means, if you want to come forward and just, like I said, use the crowbar to sort of move. Yes, I heard you the first time, mate. I'm on it. It's all right. Excuse <laughs> me. Excuse me. All right. Here we go. Tappy, tappy, gentle, gentle. Here we are. <laughs> As you move into this area here, Grinny, you can see that the tunnel is branching out and moving towards two different locations. Um, one to the north you've already explored. There's another tunnel heading down towards the south and then a tunnel heading towards the east. It looks like the tunnel heading towards the south loops back around on itself again, heads down to an area uh, much further below. The tunnel to the east opens up into a large room just out of sight from where you are, but the glimpse you can see into the room, you think you can see what look to be s chained up bodies up against the wall. Can I do a little sniffy sniff to see if I can smell anything on the 
Yes. Yeah, that would give any more detail. Yes, and you have advantage on this because it is relying nice. on your sense of bear smell. 19. 19, that's good. Or natural one. Uh, come on, come on. Uh, natural one. Whoa, oh it was a natural one. <laughs> I think I, I think I am God. <laughs> I don't I have a God complex. <laughs> I don't. I don't have a God complex. I am God. Uh, so as you as you have a bit of a sniff, Theodore, in your bare form, the scent of decay comes from the area towards the east. Um, towards the south, you catch a scent of something else, almost a. Smell of a, a most like wet dog. That's weird. <laughs> I um, I gesture <laughs> to the east. We were looking for for bodies, and sort of give a for down south. <laughs> for podcast listeners, uh, the bear on its on its front paw leg lifts one paw up and p- pulls across its throat like a dagger <laughs> slicing. <laughs> going. What was, what was that? What was that noise again? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you hear and see. All right. Well, I think we checked that one first for sure. Yeah. Uh, I, I think we go that way. I think that's I think that's what Theodore was trying to tell us. Either that uh, or he's got I, scratch I, the throat I just, or something. I pop myself in, in, in the south passage and sort of stand there as a guard with, with, with Tith on my back. Uh, uh, hey, hey Lufa. I have my crossbow rays like Other side falling behind you. <laughs> Lufa, look look at this, mate. Look. Look at this, and I just really exaggeratedly start using the crowbar in front of me as I walk forward. Um, Grinner, as you tap the crowbar, no sections of the floor collapse underneath you, nothing seems to happen. As you look into this room, you can see... Let me open it up. This room is festooned with mouldy skeletons hanging from rusty shackles against the wall. A wide alcove in the east contains an altar covered with a deep red cloth. Sitting on the altar are various bowls and platters containing offerings of some sort. And sitting on the pedestal above the altar is a large crystal orb made of an opaque white gemstone. As you move into the room and look, you can see that two of the skeletons chained to the wall are not skeletons. They appear to be rotting bodies, still animated and moving every so often uh, as they are chained to the wall, occasionally sort of grunting. Uh, they're zombies. Not zombies. The skin is grey, their flesh tattered, but not rotten. These look more like ghouls. And do they look even remotely similar to the people we're searching for? Uh... These look to be humans of some sort. Probably one male, one female. I'll put a picture in so, for you so that you can see. They're definitely not zombies. I mean, the grey skin, uh, clawed hands and feet. They probably were once humans, but not anymore. Right, well, that's a little fucked. Good thing they're chained <laughs> up. Let's go. So the only thing that could be roughly is like the half-elf female. Maybe, but yeah. But if they're humans, then... It, uh, no no pointed look. ears. You can see the ears are a humanoid, this rounded humanoid. I don't think that we really want to be unchaining them and doing anything with them, do we? Uh, look, uh, I think I think we need to put them out of their misery. This this isn't living. Oh, they don't look that miserable, to be honest. It's hard to tell what the fuck they look like. Uh, all right. Okay. I, uh, wander oh, down sorry, yep, to, go, I'm, I'm just going to wander down to the bottom one and wait for Luther to 
come in and everyone else to come in and yeah um, as you pass the shrine grinner you can see the bowls contain what looks to be flesh fur and teeth very sharp looking canine teeth do these two creatures have their teeth yeah they do hmm what was the statue again sorry not a statue just an altar uh, an altar covered with a red cloth with offerings on the surface Okay. Um, bowls containing, as I said, yeah, scraps of flesh, scraps of fur, and some what looked to be like, yeah, like canine teeth. The, the yeah. sharper, slightly curved teeth. Um, these guys are chained up, so they can't chained really move. Chained to the wall, yeah. Um, you might want to look away, Jornor. This is uh, not going to be pretty. It, it is not, <clears throat> and I hold the crowbar up and kind of examine it. <laughs> I, oh, yeah, this looks like it's a heavy weapon. <laughs> I pull out my silver short, short, uh, short sword. Yeah. Uh, you guys, I'm going to tell you now, these things are chained. Uh, just, I'm going to not even have you guys roll. Uh, you yep. can just end these I'd creatures' suffering. full inglorious bastards on my one. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing it, like, respectfully. Like, I yeah. even do probably a little prayer first to Lathander. Uh, is it Lathander? Lysander. Lysander's the female. Lysander. Yeah, yep. so, so in, in I... Nostea, Lysander is a female goddess called Lysander. Yep. Um, I just gender swap okay. some of the goddesses and gods, That's just cool. so they're That's in, cool. roughly an even number. Um, I, I, I'll do like a little prayer to Lysander. So I'll sort work. of, I'll do like a little like nominopachi, but not like something along those lines. <laughs> Resquiatatu to Lysander. <laughs> um, and it actually, it'd be, of... it'd be resquia, resquia cut in what's sun in Italian? Rest in the not sun, sure. right? Like for Lysander. <laughs> But actually, everyone, I don't know if you could hear, I, I know how to speak Celestial, so I'll probably do, be doing this in Celestial, actually. Jonor, you hear this mm. and you understand it. Yep. Um, and then I respectfully... Just lower the sword <sighs> through the top of the head. Mm, maybe maybe not. through the chest in the, in the gap between probably the Probably through the chest the into the heart. Yeah. Yep. You don't know if these creatures have a beating heart, but as you push the sword in and then push it in, this creature goes... <laughs> And then slowly the muscle twitches become less and less and then it collapses around the sword. Uh, still held up by the chains, but the body just goes limp. And as you pull the sword out, this dark Icarus blood covers the surface of it. You whack it off and then clean the blade. Whack it off. And then I look to the left. <laughs> you know, like, give it a, give it a... Oh, no, I see what you I see what I look to the left as we see Grinner just absolutely... Yeah. Grinner, you just... You just cave this thing's skull in and just be done with it. It's Every time you hit it, its legs twitch as you just begin whacking away and then eventually the body grows still and you just give it one or two more whacks for good measure. Um, Luther, as you look over, there probably was a head on this thing once, but all you can see is the lower jaw and then a bloodied mess all across the top of the, the front. Oh, perfect. Um, thanks. Uh, now I can't really ID the body. Well, uh, yeah true but you did tell me to use the crowbar and i listened i guess that is a good point you could have just yep yeah, no you know what that's fine Jonah vomits a little bit just <laughs> on the corner seeing that Jonah, i told like, you not to look God crashing it. no he just the, the grim, grim, grim thing you can't look away and he just <laughs> into the like into the doorway passage uh, um has anything so, happened uh, uh, just down to... the oh sorry oh, yeah, you, yeah, you, sorry. You, you, you no, you go Sorry, I've just realized my microphone was muted for a few seconds there. Sorry on the stream. Um, so uh, Theodore and Titler, uh, you haven't really um, 
you haven't really heard too much going on from the room beyond towards the south. You've heard a bit of the clunking as they've whacked away at this thing. Probably the sound of Jonal quietly retching, but with both of your passive perceptions, <laughs> you do hear at, at the sound of Grinner beating this thing's head in, a very low, almost faint echoey bark that you heard before. It definitely wasn't my dog barking. Uh, yeah, you heard it <laughs> You do actually hear that though, and a, and a very soft growl. Right. Coming from the south, I should say. Was that you? So, was that you, Theodore? Well, shake your shake your head. Oh, I was afraid you'd you'd say that or like <laughs> act that. <laughs> so this altar, it has no particular no uh, iconography, no statues, just this silver uh, silver pedestal. Oh, no, I shouldn't say silver. Just this metal pedestal. Um, this opaque white crystal gemstone, roughly uh, about the size of a clenched fist, sitting on the on the pedestal, and then these bowls containing what look to be ritual offerings: um, a few scraps of fur, a few um, bits of flesh, and then a couple of Does canine teeth. Resemble any sort of like cult or religious ceremony? I would be aware of. Jonor, give me a religion check, please, or history check. Your choice. It's a good question. Twenty-one. Nice. Jonor, as you look over this, this doesn't resemble any religious ceremony you've seen at first. And then as you reflect more and you begin to sort of think about the, the I should say that the um, symbolism of the items on the table, sometimes offerings are made to the gods of food. Flesh might be taking the place of that. Sometimes offerings are made to the gods of uh, items of value. Maybe that could be the teeth. And then sometimes offerings are made of prayers written on paper. That might be where the fur's coming in as you think about it. And then as you think a bit more, you, you look and you see that that's probably wolf fur. And the teeth as well, as I said, they're not just canine teeth. They are literal canine teeth. These are the canine teeth from a canine, from a dog or from a wolf. You get the sense that these aren't just offerings. These are potentially requests. Take some of this. Use it to give me some of this. Something transactional Mm. here. Whatever it is, shiver runs up your spine. You don't like this. And that orb, that crystalline orb, this milky white crystalline orb sitting on the pedestal, you get a bad vibe from it. I probably would, um, feel, doesn't feel good. As he's looking at it, I'll probably put my hand on his shoulder from behind and be like, um, you know how you can cast that spell? I'm not sure exactly, like something about magic or something that you can detect things. It might not be a bad idea using it on that orb. This thing, um, yeah, I, I reckon it's got, there's some sort of, uh, transaction going on here. It's a, you know, you've got all these things being offered and maybe the crystal does you know the communication between who is doing the work um yeah i might i might start casting detect magic do you think it's worth uh disrupting this if we you know make a bit of a mess get all this shit off the table let's um Um, yeah yeah, i was gonna say oh sorry i was gonna say maybe just see what he he gets from detect magic for us and that might be a possibility what were we gonna say jordan or sorry um 
would I know that if you move items from a ritual, would it cancel the, the spell? Or? Might do. Might also trigger another effect as well. You know that sometimes yeah. spells can be triggered by certain actions and the removal of certain yeah. components. Yeah. Yeah, all right. He just sort of like says, oh, just don't touch these things. You could um, could, could bite back or, yeah, just, just hold on for a minute. And then starts that stuff. He would also call over um, um, Theodore. Um, Theodore is on. Uh, is this wolf bits? And then he starts casting. Theodore can't respond with words per se, but uh, as you can, you can run Theodore as the room if you wanted to have a bit of a look and like nod or shake your head. Oh, I mean, you, you called out to me. Yeah, he called out to ask. Are these are these wolf parts? Can you have a look? Uh, I come in, um, give him a sniff, and I also want to see if they smell like what I smelt from down that other corridor. Uh, Theodore, these are definitely... I'm not going to have you roll because you've rolled a couple yeah. of perception checks and you would know the smell of wolf. Yes, this is definitely... These are these are wolf parts. There's wolf fur, wolf flesh, and wolf teeth. No, the smell from down the other room, it doesn't have that musk, that natural musk that wolves have, the, the scent of... Um, it's hard to describe because wolves do have a different smell to dogs. They've got this sort of oil in their coats that gives them this very pungent smell. This is different. There's the smell from down that corridor definitely more smells like dog to you. There's a difference in your mind. You can't quite put your bear claw on what it is, but there is a difference. Um, this is right. wolf. I'd say, Jonor, we can we can have you have even have started that to take magic when you were in the corner throwing up quietly if you like, just just for the purposes sure. of speeding up a little bit. Um, <laughs> you cast detect magic using your your ritual. This white crystal is emanating divination magic strongly. Mm. Mm. Oh, this uh, this one's a little bit like me. It's got a bit of a divination to it. Um, so divination is sort of the the seeing into the future and uh, understanding things that may come, or um, understanding a bit more about it. Uh, yeah, and yeah, that's, that's it. What about the pieces on the? No, lines? nothing, nothing on the um, nothing on the altar. But actually, there is one more thing you would get underneath the cloth inside the altar just this very faint necromantic energy from inside the altar not on top but inside it Mm, okay like inside the actual structure or just inside the actual altar no inside the actual altar um okay like smack bang in the middle or around the side around the back the entire internal section yeah Slowly, uh, you, the way you would see it is these wisps of shadow magic rising from inside. For the divination, um, it looks like little swirls of light every so often spinning around it. So let's let's actually, I'm going to describe each school of magic having a different visual effect. And that's what you see. So white swirls of magic for divination, black shadowy tendrils of smoke rising for necrotic. Evocation just a fireball. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows that. Um, yeah. Oh, guys, don't touch this altar. I think it's got a bit of necro to it. Um, oh, we should fucking it's... break it then. Look, this is uh, this isn't my forte. This is yours, Jonor. If you want us to break it, we'll break it. But if you don't want us to break it, then uh, I'll let Grinner know, know that now because he's uh, he's I can see his hand itching with that uh, crowbar. Oh, not only uh, that, I'll hold the rock up in the other hand too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, he would just naive. Yeah, it's a bad thing. Like, let's just. I mean, we should probably destroy it. I can take a step back and just hurl, hurl something at it. Uh-oh. So the rocket is then, by the sounds of it, a grinner. All right. Yeah. At the uh, altar. Uh, Theodore. Yeah. 
Uh, are you? Where are you? You here yet? I would have scooted back to the yeah to the passage. I'm, I'm not letting that go unguarded with what I smelt down there. Right. He's watching our backs. Oh, we we no. got this. Um, I'll, we're I'll, just going to keep an eye this. out for the dog. There's a dog down here. I'm going to call. He's going to be my pet. There's a, there's a dog. What? Yeah, we think there's a dog down here. Okay. Um, well, you say I'll stay in this corridor here. Um, Theodore, I'll, I'll let you know if uh, we hear anything or see anything. Uh, yeah. Grinner, whenever you're ready, I suppose. All right, Jonor, get behind me, mate. I don't think that you want to be at the very front, do you? All right. No. It goes nothing, and I just both hands raise the rock above my head and slam it into the top of the altar. The altar? Yep. Okay. Grinner, as you slam this rock down on the altar, the bowls scatter, the the tablecloth cracks, and this massive (laughs) sounds. Shadow begins leaking from the altar, and you watch as the gemstone, the opaque milky white fades, and you see an eye looking out from inside the eye, this black eye, but with a slit pupil as it stares out. Shadow begins leaking from inside the altar as a round grinner. I don't like that. (sighs) (laughs) Do not like that. Two dark shapes rise from the shadow, making this horrific noise. as they rise around you, Grinner. They don't attack immediately, just rising up and then hovering in place, ripples of air moving across them as if wind was rustling these long strips of cloak, but no wind falls inside the chamber. Jonor, what the fuck is that? Jonor! <clears throat> um, he's going to just like frozen and he's like, oh, oh, bad, oh, bad. Yeah, fucking bad, mate. What the fuck? And uh, <laughs> Grinner, maybe, uh, maybe let's just start vacating this room. Grinner, uh, I, I sort of start yeah, dragging Grinner out. Uh, Grinner, maybe you just, uh, just slowly walk backwards. Well, yeah, I take a step backwards. Yep, Grinner, as you take a step backwards, the shadow sort of turns its head slowly and looks at you. You can see these eye sockets with darkness, this smoke leaking from them as it turns towards you. The mouth sort of opens ever so slightly. Are <gasps> you? As it looks at you. What did it say? You're not sure. Hard to make out. Okay. Didn't sound like it was in English. Uh, or common, Jonor, I should they're, say. They're, they're fucking talking. Jonor, what the fuck? Uh, yeah, let's, let's get out of here. Just leave him be. It's, it's fine. Yeah, get away. Can, do I, can I do anything right now? Yeah, you can. I'm not, I've not thrown you into initiative yet. So you can. Cool. Can I grab that crystal with the eye? and just lob it at the wall as hard as I can. As soon as you touch the crystal, you feel this pull as energy crackles across your skin. The rest of you watch as light begins shining. The eye that appeared, this dark black eye in the center of the gemstone disappears. Grinner, you find yourself pulled out of your body, not really aware of what's going on around you as you feel yourself falling through blackness. And then suddenly you find yourself running through the snow wolves on either side of you padding through as they chase down this deer and you're one of them running with these wolves as they run towards this large antler deer you leap up clamp your jaws around its throat and tear into it warm blood flowing across your mouth and skin and tongue you taste that sweet sweet taste as your fellow team your fellow pack tear into this thing and rip into it growling and snarling 
The buck makes this wounded cry and you grip tighter, severing into its vocal cords, cutting through flesh as it falls still, gasping for air beneath your bite. What would you like to do? Uh, I'm going to rip its throat out. Tear into it. The deer sort of bucking and swaying. That's about six seconds for you. Um, Jonor Jonor and uh, and Luther, you watch as soon as Gruner touches this, he goes extremely still, eyes wide, hand outstretched as the shadows turn and start reaching towards him, one of them slowly caressing down his face as it then begins reaching into his body. Okay. Uh, I'm going to throw us into initiative now. Yeah, okay. Although we are actually... At two hours and thirty minutes, I'm actually going to do an even bigger dick move. I'm going to roll. I'm going to get you to roll initiative, and then we're going to start off at the beginning of next turn uh, for next session. So, roll your initiative because I want to have it in initiative order. I'll roll for Tithla. I'm going to use my free action before we start to yep. just, just to say, uh, Theodore, you might want to uh, get in here now, Tithla as well. Um, yeah, we've got a situation. Yeah, does they, does they give up. me like a plus eighteen to initiative by any chance? Uh, what does it say for the Beyondling? It's a plus one. No, I mean, the, the call in. Does that, does that give me some kind of heavy, heavy bonus? Because I don't like my four. Uh, that's a that's a real shame you don't like it. Unfortunately, that's what you rolled. And, um, Damn. Because the thing is, though, like, as they call in, you're just like, oh, okay. And then you come in. Like, that's your... It's, it's not really like... A, it's, if, if Jonor, for example, had foreseen this and gone... I can see this using my using my ability to substitute dice. Jonal might be able to use one of his spell, mm, one of his rolls. his dice, one of his <clears throat> portents. Thank you, one of his portents mm. to to swap them. That would allow you to have a better roll potentially. But that's up to Jonal. I have to do it. I have to do it before the roll happens. Oh, do you? He does. I think yeah. It's retroactive. Yeah, that makes sense. It makes uh, sense that it'd be it'd be proactive. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Uh, awesome. Well, that's that's where we're going to end. As as Grinner, you're oh. running through the snow, tearing into this into this um, this antler deer. Damn, we should have touched the altar. I think I might have fucked up here, boys. One session without doing something ridiculous. I think I might have fucked up here. I think we should like we should have just been like, you know what? The altar is fine as it is. It's not doing anything bad. Why do we have to go investigate these rooms? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking coin. We've got to find the evidence. Oh my goodness, you bad. He's got to get rid of necromancy. That's that's how he understands. We need to find the the party members, but not touch really weird altars. Well, yeah. I kind of figured, smash that's the eye, cool. everything goes away. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But, you, but you didn't do that. You smashed the altar, and then you grabbed the eye. That <laughs> yeah. the order you did things was very important for this happening. Very wrong. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 not wrong, not wrong. There well, was. I, I'll tell you right know. now. I'll tell you right now. There was fucking with the altar, d- deciding to muck around with this. There's really no... I mean, I, I was open to the idea of what you guys would say, but I couldn't come up with the right way to dick around with this thing in my mind. Like, there was no that. way. <laughs> yeah, there's... Yeah. Messing with this wasn't ever really going to work out as far as I could come up with, but I was open to you guys doing something I hadn't thought of. Like, for example, Dispel Magic might have been really spicy, and that would have been that would have been pretty interesting to see how that goes down. Uh, none of us can cast that. No, unfortunately not. <laughs> so, but no... Thank you so much, everybody. Thank you for joining us. We will be back again with more Curse of Strahd next Monday, same time, same place. Until then, Tyranny of Dragons is on Wednesday night as we approach, as I've said every time, the final few sessions of the Tyranny of Dragons campaign. 
really getting into the meat and bones. The uh, group in Tyranny of Dragons are currently exploring Dromethion, the Ganassi city in the elemental states, attempting to locate a flesh sculptor. Sounds super legit. <laughs> a bit of a horror theme as well. And this is all on them. I have a bit, yeah. Yeah, I, I had nothing to do with this. I just dropped the hint that they, there might be a fle- the rumor of a flesh sculptor, and they just grabbed onto that. I didn't even tend to bait that hook. I just was like, oh, and there's a flesh sculptor. And they're like, oh, a flesh sculptor, you're saying? Mm-hmm. Well, I have some flesh that needs sculpting. I, I, have, I have flesh that needs sculpting. Uh, <laughs> I have flesh that needs one sculpting. Of the, one of the characters has like a like another character of they're theirs. They're trying to save who's like, dead. Well, not yeah. dead, but yeah. Not dead, but like in another realm. It's like a spirit. Uh, it's really... You need it's to go very complicated. It. <laughs> yes, it's very complicated. Um, but no, thank you so much for joining us, everybody. Um, I can see chat saying, no cliffhanger. Yes, cliffhanger. Every time. If I can it help it, I will try and end on a cliffhanger. Every time, if I can help it. Because um, it keeps you coming back for more, you thirsty little fucks. Uh, so we will be back again. <laughs> we will be back again. Only Australian rating. Yeah. Yeah, my Australian's getting out. We will see you all again next Monday for more Curse of Strahd, Wednesday for Tyranny of Dragons, and Saturday morning for my Pokemon Violet stream. Um, Jared, you've got Pokemon Violet. Do you want to join me for Pokemon Violet? Oh, Scarlet. I do have Scarlet. I'm, you got I'm Scarlet. That's on. right. You join jump on Saturday morning? Yeah, we've got Archie. So there's, there's two of us 100%. If you join, that's three. Once you've got won't Pokemon. Be my, won't be at my house, though, because I won't. So we won't, won't be. Like, yeah, so, I'll see how it goes because I'll be at Andrew's. Yeah, that's fine. Looking after it. How are, are you looking after the puppers again? Yes. How are Thor, Buffy, and Xena doing? Oh, I miss them. I miss them a lot. Always so cute. They're really so that they're all so Thor and um, Xena are both toy poodles, but Buffy's a cavoodle. They got at the same time we got our cavoodle. Um, right. So they, they they were like little friends growing up. They're like little playmates. Oh. These two cavoodles, and we like <laughs> taught them to swim together at uh, at Altona Beach. And so yeah, I do I do miss them, and I know Lumi misses uh, Lumi misses Buffy as well. Oh. I know. And uh, Buffy's a sweetheart. Yeah, she is. She they're really all is. they're all sweethearts, but Buffy's like never barks. She's just really nice. No, Buffy's super chill. <laughs> um, sorry, more about doggos. Um, we <laughs> will see you guys all again later. Stay safe, stay well until we see you guys next, and uh, I hope you have a very spoopy evening. <laughs> Catch you guys later. <laughs> see you next, everybody. Bye. 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 See you guys.